Make sure that you subscribe. Make sure you thumbs up. All that kind of good stuff. I gotta, I gotta take my, uh, I gotta take my thing off the internet here so we don't have any internet problems. Boom! We are live. We are live. Can we see jazz hands? Come on, Walter. Do the jazz hands, Walter. Doing the jazz hands. There we go. JP's doing the jazz hands. Walter's doing it. We are live. I hope you got your big girl. Okay, Walter's doing the pinky thing. Let's see. Can we get JP? They, Walter's doing this pinky thing nowadays. Oh, JP's doing it. There you go. All right. Pinky's in the air. Pinky's in the air. <laughs> Let's do proper pinky. JP's stroking his 10 millimeter Glock for all the 10 millimeter fans out there. <laughs> uh, I know that's a, that sounds bad, right, Walter? Stroking his block, well, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it could it could be fun for some folks. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, sure, absolutely. Walter, what yeah, was Walter. that? What was that you were just showing, Walter? That's the uh, the high tower armory ten millimeter. Oh yes, yes. High point carbine conversion stock bullpup bullpup thingamabobber. Yes. Absolutely, yeah, like absolutely. Uh, by a the little bit of suppressor action here from. Um, Liberty suppressors. It's the yes, we need uh, to cos shoot Cosmic 45. Okay, cool. We need to shoot that. Okay, JP showing a bullpup right there. Steyr Aug. Ooh, Steyr, yeah. Steyr now they're Aug. talking. Very nice. It's got a Mark IV scope on it. We, uh, it's this thing, they, they guarantee one M MOA at 100 yards, and we did it. We touched uh, bullet to bullet. Oh, nice. And, uh, one was like less than a quarter inch off, but the other two were hitting. So 100 yards, it's on. Wow. It's gone. Okay. And then we put... Uh, we put a, a um, I just put my little droppage here. Oh, okay, cool. 400 okay. yards. Yeah. So it's pretty good. So, that, good. so you know your hold? Yep. Okay, cool. Uh, by the way, I, I need, let me do the, let me, this is episode 424 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. Uh, we're calling it NRA Dissident Donor David Aquila Speaks to T-Tag. So there's an article on T-Tag, which we're going to go through here. For a little bit, we also have guest JP Wagner. There he goes, Blue Rifle Society on the Instagrams. Um, here, I'll show you guys the Blue Rifle Society on the Instagrams. I'll throw that up in here. Uh, let me see. I'll, I'll throw that. We probably made 500 followers, so please uh, follow. All right. Us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. moving along. It's like uh, right. seven okay, weeks out. There we go. There we go. Yes. So there you go, Blue Rifle Society. Everyone, go follow these guys. Check them out. Follow Appreciate them it. on the Instagrams. That will be much appreciated uh, from all of you guys. And I have no idea what I did with this thing, but I'll close it, I guess. Okay, cool. And then we also have Walter Killer Keller. There he goes. He's here. He's got a magazine. What, what's this magazine? The um, the Schmeiser S60 M4AR. It's a 60-round uh, magazine made in Germany by Schmeiser. Uh, got it from... American Tactical. Yeah. Oh, oh this is American from, Tactical Imports. Okay. Yeah, and I bought it from Palmetto State Armory uh, okay. for $49. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, not a bad price. Um, yes, very, bad price. Very substantial, very very sturdy. I saw them at the SHOT Show mm -hmm. with the Schmeiser guys at the SHOT Show in the German pavilion there. Mm -hmm. And uh, much impressed with the quality, yes. So well, you haven't shot this yet, though, right? No, just came okay. today. Came today. All right, cool. We need to uh, put this through some machine gun action. See how good it oh, is. Oh, you know, yeah. you know it. You know, you know. Yeah, go against the magpul and the surefire and see how yeah. which one uh, works the best. I do have a magpul. I don't have a surefire because I yeah. just haven't. I have not been able to part with the money for that magazine. I don't it's a lot why. of money. I, I just, I just. 
I spend a lot of money on things sometimes, but, I, but some not reason, magazines. I, you don't some reason that Surefire mag is like oh, there's boy. a wall, like Trump's walls right in front of you. <laughs> there's a line. There's a line. Yeah. Uh, CloverTac says Starship Trooper Night, apparently. <laughs> Roughnecks. That's a shout out to CloverTac because of the bullpups. Um, yeah, you know what I should. Yeah. Oh, I should. Uh, Clo- CloverTac, there's, some patch, there's a patch head in your way. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, let me see what. Oh, by the way, everyone coming in, smash the thumbs, all that, you know, share it. Let everyone know that we're live. Read that article if you can. Let me see. I'll throw up the article, which we'll get into here in a second. I think there he goes. Boom. There's the article. Um, T Tag talks with NRA dissident donor David oh. Del Aquila. And it's from Dan Zimmerman. I think it's, it's a decent article. We'll go. It goes through his plan to change the NRA. We'll talk about it, discuss it. You know, if you guys care about that, you know, pro or against that, I don't, you know, we'll have that. We'll have that discussion. Uh, opt out of gun controls out there. Shout out to him. Uh, let's see who else we got. I'm trying to. Uh, there's this a bunch. Of, shout out to everyone that's out there. I'm going to try to avoid getting into that just so we can, like, catch up on things here. Mr. FNH is out there. Chris Williams. Actually, you know what? Forget it. Let me just do the shout outs. Yeah, you're going to make them all upset if you don't. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, let's just do it. SoCal Gunner, what's up? Uh, Chris Williams. (laughs) What's up to Chris Williams? Pistol packing mama, Corey Williams. She says, hey, hey, shout out to her. Uh, Bricks is also out there. Special K is out there. Um, Let's see. Uh, The Archangel is out there. Shout out to the Archangel. Jade Grew, Ray Bazzolo, Armament and Axes. Um, let's see. Imposter is out there as well. Let's see. Uh, who else we got? Randy Peacock. Randy Peacock is out there also. Boss Hog. Uh, Flopping Garbage. Uh, Steadly. Appalachian Gunrunner. Uncle Mike. Michael Bender. I think I said Boss Hog already. Uh, Pixamite is out there. Pixamite says smash the thumbs up. So there you go. There's people who want to come in and thumbs down us. Uh, thank you for all the thumbs down. That also helps. It shows great interaction. I appreciate oh, wow. it. Thank you. For, Ten of them. Wow. Yeah, oh, thanks for coming in. Already? Whoa. Yeah, you know. It's awesome. Is, the hate is strong with you. Yeah, it's awesome. It's good, though. It's a good thing. Yeah. All the people who want to spend their time watching us, thumbs downing and all that, that's really good. <laughs> uh, Flopping Garbage is out there, so shout out to him. Uh, Richard Hughes as well. Richard Maunder. Jem- Jem- Jeremy... Uh, Gontars, he says, I am Gozer the Gatekeeper. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Mike <laughs> is out there. Uh, John Dieter, let's see who else we got. Kathleen Music Lover, Sam Gal, uh, Night Train, Mika, uh, Richard Resnick, uh, Rob Avis. I said Clover Tack, he's out there. Shout out to Clover Tack, Bossman 5K, Mr. FNH. Let's see who else we got. Uh, DCG 44s. Um, and then let's see. Sid 1026. Enrique Sonora. Matthew Urban. And uh, I'm going through here. Ghost Tactical says, What's shaking? Shout out to Ghost Tactical. Let me see who else we got in here. Uh, Magnum Boy says top of the evening. So there you go. Okay, I think I got I think I got a lot of people in there. Um, JP, do you have anyone you need to shout out? No, not right now. Okay, I didn't see anybody yet. So all right, I'll be coming on. 
yeah. If you see any of your boys out there, somebody has to get shout out. Let's do it. JP is all. Yeah. Is, uh, let me see. Where is this? I'm trying to see where would this be better. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. JP is a police officer, right? Yes, sir. In Connecticut. Yes. Yep. So uh, we we're gonna talk about some po- some police stuff. Some popo business. Right, yeah. Some popo business. business. Yeah, popo business. That's <laughs> <laughs> my business, and business is challenging. <laughs> it's challenging. Challenging. Very challenging. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll talk- you, got, you have to have the right people supporting you. You know, if you got the right people supporting your PD, then you can, you know, right, certain right. things won't happen to you. Or they might happen to you, but then at least you can arrest them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yep. There's a couple of things to talk about in that vein that we'll talk to here. I'll throw up that article. Do you guys want to do the NRA thing first, or you want to do some other stuff first? Yeah, let's do the NRA thing first. That's a big uh, topic. Okay, let me see. Walter, did you have some shout-outs you need to do? Uh, no, you got them all. Okay, all right, cool. Just making you sure, just making sure. I know I'm you good. have your own particular fan club that always comes in when Walter's here. <laughs> oh, look at Walter. He's so uh, sexy and awesome. Uh, I'm too yeah, sexy frozen. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. You, yeah. Do you guys have that? If you guys, if everyone has an article up, I'm just going to jump into it. So um, it's kind of like a, I, I think it's a decent article here. It shows a picture of David D'Aquila. It says, um, says he, D, David D'Aquila says he finally realized that his attempts to reform the National Rifle Association from within were doomed after a conversation he had with NRA President Carolyn Meadows. She hadn't been given the top job at the time. It happened during a party for large donors like himself that was held before the Indianapolis annual meeting in April. D'Aquila tells uh, T-Tag that he approached Meadows because he'd received information indicating that a high-ranking NRA employee was receiving payments from vendors to whom he directed business. Meadows asked where he heard that. He told her it didn't matter. She told him none of it was true. Um, okay. Then D'Aquila said he asked Meadows uh, strictly hypothetically if she had a problem with an NRA official collecting a salary from the association while using a vendor with which he he either had ownership interests or received payments for business directed its way, i.e. kickbacks. According to the Aquila Meadows told him, that's how it's done in D.C. Everyone does it. Ah. Interesting. Ooh. Interesting. Everybody does it. You know, I'm going to join up, right? Yeah. Um, so this goes on. I'm going to I'm going to definitely um, hit a couple of things in here. Um, to, to go on. But basically, D'Aquila, he has like a like phases. Phase one was to publicize his campaign, which he did in the New York Times. And I think we talked about that at some point here on the show. We talked about that thing. Uh, phase two, he calls Operation Grassroots. That's involved in creating a website, which is called Help Save the NRA, which I think I went to that website, if I am correct. So there actually is a, a website called Help Save the NRA. And where is it, yo? got to find this website now. Uh, okay, if you click on this link, it opens up the website. So I'm going to do that right now and open up this website here. Uh, let me see. Did I get it opened up? Do I have too many tabs open? Okay, let me try to open this up in a, in a new page here, a new window. Okay, boom, here we go. So I could, sh- I could sh- uh, share this with you dudes. And basically, <laughs> uh, basically this website's about retiring and... Uh, Retiring uh, LaPierre? Yes, retiring LaPierre. How come I'm not getting. Uh, hmm. Yeah. 
So it says retire Lapierre. That's the top thing on it. I'm trying to see if I can get it to come up here on the screen. There if we go. If you do that, it'll show the ranks, you know, the people that are paying money to be part of the NRA, that they actually care and they want to do a change. And that's yeah. what's going to save them. Yeah. yeah. So here's the page and everything that they're doing that lays out their plan. I'm showing that right now. Um, and then, yeah, if you go back to this article, so he lays out phase three, I think is there's also... Also, one of the things I think is interesting, he has a list of board members and their grades. Do you guys see that on there? I'm going to try to roll it in right now. Yep. He's got a list of board members and all their grades on there. I see lots of C's, a couple of B's. some <laughs> Actually, there's quite a few F's, F okay. grades in there. And there's a couple of people with an A grade. So these guys seem they seem uh, serious about doing this. And there's a lot of money. There's... Um, let me see, where was the number? There's like $162 million that these guys are withholding until they get the changes that they're that they looking for. That's a lot and of money. Yeah, 162, $162 million. That's a lot of checks. That's a lot of ching right there. Yeah, yeah. So what do you guys think about all this? You Do you think this guy's doing something good? What do you think? Uh, well... Like we kind of talked about before, what they're going to understand is the money. Mm -hmm. I won't understand. Once once the committees start, the, there's no more committees and no more parties and no more – because there's no more money, then they'll go, oh, maybe we need to do something. <laughs> mm -hmm. So and Hopefully it's not too late and it's – you know, a lot of people aren't re, um, up in their NRA memberships and they catch it early. If they, if they listen to the common folk, you know, they're going to know what to do. So mm -hmm. they, you need to catch it early because maybe they won't listen. Maybe they have such big egos they won't listen to what the people are saying and then they'll just, you know, get hang themselves, yeah. basically. What do you think? So do you think that most people um, that are either one of you guys or both of you can jump in on this one? Do you think most people are doing like what you did, Walter, with life memberships or most people are paying year by year with the NRA? Probably year by year. Mm -hmm. I would say year by year. Yeah, year some year. some are in. Okay, they're in for a couple of years. They're out for a couple of years. They're in for a couple of years. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so what do you think? Because I know people are um, holding back from giving to the NRA right now. Uh, I know that we're doing that. Uh, we are um, giving more to like the GOA. Right. So. Well, you know, mm -hmm. another thing too is when you go buy something on Midway or you go buy something at these other. Retailers, they have these roundup programs. You round up your order fifty cents. You round it up a dollar. That's mm -hmm. a lot of money. That, and I'm not do I'm not doing that stuff anymore. So, mm -hmm. no. The, explain no. how does a roundup program work? Well, you say you order this magazine and it's sixty five dollars and oh, okay seventy three cents. You know, mm -hmm. round it up to sixty four. You just say yes. Boom! Mm -hmm. You hit the yes button. They round it to that, and, and that, ex that that extra is supposed to go to the NRA. Oh, okay, okay, cool. interesting, okay. Um, and so people will participate or you can, in that. Or you can donate more if you mm -hmm. like. Yeah, okay. you're, free, you, you're free to donate whatever you want. Right. So how many people do you think that are out there the stopping doing this thing? Like I know I we were doing it year by year, and we're not doing it. We're giving to GOA. I don't know about you, JP. Are you still like sending money to the NRA but just limiting what you're sending? Um, cause I'm, I'm not trying sending to... anything right now. No, mm -hmm. no, I'm not. Okay. Um, just because – they need, to, they need to fill that little pinch. And it's not that you're, I'm against the NRA because it's been around for years and you need that big, it's a huge uh, company, you could say, that has a voice for us. They have lobbyists. You need that, mm -hmm. but they need to start doing what's right. And if you don't 
uh, renew your membership. Maybe, like I said, they'll, they'll listen and they'll change your ways. Yeah, you know, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be flying around on private jets every other week and just spending money like it's you know grows on trees. They should invest it and fight where we need to be fighting it. Yeah. I mean, I think yesterday we were talking with John from GOA Virginia and Amoland. He said that, like, which we know, right? $42 million last year, I think, you know, went to like NRA TV. How much money do you think they get from just the regular people they give every year? Do you think it approaches like the $162 million mark no. that these guys have? No? No. No, no way, right? Because they have like 5 well, million the, members. The, the number, yeah, the numbers don't work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Five million to get twenty. Up there. Okay, twenty dollar membership or twenty five dollar mm-hmm. membership times five million. Mm-hmm. What does that work out to be? Twenty five million? Like, no, uh, I'm oh, gonna no, say that's um, like a hundred. Uh, yeah, hundred. Okay. Yeah, so that well, could be. Every, that's yeah, it's close. I mean, it's a lot of money, but it's not. It's not the. I don't think it's the the main thing, yeah. and everybody's not. Once again, everybody. I don't. I'm, I'm a life member, so I don't pay every year. Mm-hmm. Unless I choose to donate, you know. Hopefully, they invested your five hundred dollars well. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when I joined, I think it was it was it wasn't even maybe around three hundred something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. You know, way back when we still had, you know, um, Fred Flintstone kind of cars and stuff. And right. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, these guys do have a big chunk of money, right? And I think they have... Do you think that they're going to actually be able to get, uh, you know, these guys to do anything? Because I think LaPierre has this in lockdown. So, that's that's the thing that I'm worried about here. I think even though there's all this money, do you think it's really enough to make him pay attention and give in to this for the sake of the NRA, for the sake of the country, the Second Amendment? Okay, we're going to give in to these guys. Get the hundred and sixty million in. We need it. We're we're you know we're coming up on elections and all that. We need to put the pressure on the politicians. What what do you think's the chances? Uh, hmm. I think his ego's too big. I think it's gonna they're gonna, it's gonna be a big hit, and they're gonna lose a lot of money, and then they're gonna realize and they need to get rid of them. It's gonna take a lot to get rid of them. Okay. Sometimes okay. when you're so big and you're high up like that, you don't see that you're 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 not listening to your little guys, the small people around you. You need to, you know. It's just it's just the ego, mm-hmm. you know, the power and the money. Yeah, he doesn't lose either. Yeah, I'm looking on here. I know that um, sometimes I talk about Timothy Knight. Let me see where he's at, Timothy. Okay, he has an A. I'm not sure. Let's see. Do they talk about how they come up with this rating? Given the grades, he says on Saturday, Diakila sent a letter, PDF to all NRA board members explaining his rationale and giving their grades. He wrote, now to those members of the board of directors who continue to argue that these allegations in the media are false. Man, people love arguing the stuff that is false out there, right? No matter what. <laughs> no, matter, no matter the evidence staring you in the face, people still want to say stuff is false. Man. I guess that's just like a gun guy thing. Um, The train has already (laughs) left the station. It's immaterial at this point, not only to our rank and file members, but to the anticipated 65 million Republican voters in the 2020 election and both the attorneys general from New York and Washington, D.C. The members of this grassroots effort will be requesting several votes of no confidence from Mr. LaPierre, each NRA officer 
Mr. Josh Powell, Director of Operations. In addition, they will be requesting a vote to obtain an independent financial audit from one of the big four accounting firms. It's important for each member of the board of directors to completely understand his or her responsibilities. For example, current NRA officers who have stated, I don't know anything about that. This is the first time I'm hearing it. <laughs> Man, those are like favorite words to people. Don't know anything about that. It's the first time I'm hearing it. I trust Wayne completely, etc. Are not yeah. deemed within the laws as valid, acceptable legal defenses. It's your responsibility to know or take the necessary actions to obtain such knowledge. So this guy's, you know, these guys seem pretty serious. They have all the, the uh, members listed here. Um, and then, so the grading is A for advocate, advocates the replacement of CEO, B, removed from committee, C, insufficient oversight direction to CEO um, LaPierre. So anyone who got a C grade, that's where they're at. D, recently added to committee. So that's who we gave a D. And F, support CEO LaPierre and his leadership team with insufficient oversight. Hmm. So, um, yeah, let's see. I'm, I'm interested to see if, like, this money situation, you know, these guys coming in with this big money thing, um, you know, actually does something here. So, uh, money talks. Yeah. Clean this talk. Yep. You can't, you, like I said, you can't have no parties and no committees without any money. So, yeah. Let's Shout out to uh, Rod Mills, by the way. I see him out there in the chat. What's up? Go ahead. What they should do is they should have like um, someone in charge to talk to like the, the common person, the con like not just the they call you and ask for money. It's ask them what they want because the people are going to tell them what's going on. They just like I said, they're not listening. They're they're getting their you know lobbyists are supporting them. All the big cheeses are supporting each other. But they need to have like a department where they listen to the common folks so they can stay relevant, you know. Mm -hmm. But they're going to miss it. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately here, someone was saying it yesterday. We need like all hands on on deck in terms of like the NRA, GOA, everyone. There's going to yeah. be a lot of things coming up. Um, not just the elections that are coming up, but we need to keep these guys from from voting on on crap, right? There's uh, places getting red flags. There's more guys that want to put in red flags, so. Yeah. Hopefully they work it out sooner than later. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So um, okay. All right. No. You don't. You don't like this. You don't like the NRA thing. Are you? Are you guys bored no. of that? No. I it's mean, um, um, you can only you can only say so much about it, and then you're saying the same thing over and over yeah, and over. Yeah. True. Mm -hmm. True. Um, you know, we don't have access to the insides. So you don't really know what's going on. So. I think what will have to happen with the IRA, there's going to have to be an internal revolt. I mean, you're going to have to have a whole bunch of the people that are on the board to say, hey, time for change, publicly, publicly. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I don't know how that's so going to happen or not. A vote of no confidence. Right, like they would right, do, yeah. Or a police chief, you know, they'd do a vote of no confidence. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, get, I think that's what they're trying to get to. I don't know what the chances are that they're actually going to get there. We'll, we'll see. Maybe the people who are inside of that know uh, better than we do. All right. You know what? Listen, um, let me see. I don't know if there's any questions or comments on that thing that uh, people have out there. You know, since we got JP here, right, he is a police officer. We've been talking about this the last couple of days. Let's go to the, I don't know if we if you and I talked about this, Walter, the incident in New York where um, these people were dumping water on the yeah. NYPD. Um, it appears they arrested someone. Yes, they did. Yeah, yes, gang they did. member arrested for dumping water on NYPD officer, police say. 
and it looks like gang the, member. That's funny, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's, not, it's not the normal person doing it. It's the gang member. Yeah, um, NYPD news, and they, I guess they have a picture of the guy, and it says apprehended. So, what do you think? Or, what do you think about this whole thing, JP? What have you heard of it? You're obviously in Connecticut. I'm sure you have yep. friends on NYPD. Uh, you know, what, what do my you? My brother, guys think? my brother works for NYPD, so he's uh, does counterterrorism. And the word on the street with him was that there were newer cops who just pretty much graduated academy and they're teamed up together. So they they just they're scared. They were scared to react because they're on probation. Oh, because it, like it, it looks like it looks like when the guy. a hundred percent, but that's right. what. They were talking about, and okay. it's just a, 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 an officer that has his confidence and knows what laws to use to arrest them. They would have acted, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, it comes down from De Blasio, you know. You know, they you, they're scared because they want to keep their pension, they want to keep their paycheck, so they're not reacting. But that's a mistake because when you let those little things go like that, the next time just, they encounter a police officer, it's going to get worse. It gets big, flame it gets, and, yep, it gets fan bigger, the flame. bigger and yep. bigger and bigger. Well, I'm gonna. Look what I can do. Oh, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's try this now. Yeah. How do you know that's all water anyways? You don't know. My brother said when he worked in the Bronx in the, in the precinct that, you know, they'd pee in the water. They would uh, all kinds of stuff. And um, you have no idea what's in that liquid. It could be yeah. did, you can put acid. You can do. You don't know what's going to hit you. Right. So do you want to you want to hope it's uh, <laughs> water or do you it could be battery acid? You have no idea. Yeah. You know, um, and yeah, that is, Connecticut, if that happened, we would arrest them for interfering, would do discon on them, Same, disorderly conduct. Same thing in New York City. They'd hit them for um, their interference, I think, uh, like, um, what's it called? Let me see. But basically, it's interfering with the police, their duties, mm-hmm. and they'd hit them with a discon. And if it, if their battery, their, their radio broke or whatever equipment broke, uh, uh-huh. you can hit them for criminal mission. Mm-hmm. There's things you could do. You just have to know what, you know what you're doing. But yeah. the word on the street was they're new guys and. They were, you know, they're on probation and they could fire you for anything. Right. So they're trying to, you know, stay out of trouble. React. Yeah. 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 Well, you can see how to react. Right. You can see in the video that he does this and the guys just keep walking like, what the hell's, you know? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So they they caught that guy. Do you think there's going to be like uh, any kind of, you know? Uh, it's going to be anything serious going on with that? I'll probably give him, like, community service, you know, maybe, mm. I doubt it, maybe, like, a probation or something, but he might have to do, like, a community service and, like, go talk to the police and see that we're not that bad of a people and stuff like that, but, you know, all the feel-good stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Well, if it works, and you, yeah. cops have to maybe we should have this guy cleaning up the uh, bathroom for the NYPD cops. Like when, gang. yeah, when they come back from a donut run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chain, yeah. chain gang. Chain gang. <laughs> uh, striped, striped outfits, and cleaning the street. But that's what happened. The whole uh, whole Obama era of, of policing. Look at Eric Holder. How many people he investigated? The mm-hmm. states would say that the officers were cleared of the shootings. And then the feds would come in because Eric Holter, Holter would be, send them in there. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, I'm not saying if if I don't want dirty cops, I don't want them. Don't want mm-hmm. them. Have no place for them. I don't mm-hmm. like racist cops. I don't like any of that. Right. We're good guys. That's what we should be. Right. Is there always a bad portion of us? Yes. There, but it's very little. 
and people aren't doing bad shit in front of me because mm-hmm. I'm not going to have it. Well, that's um, what we need. We need the, the good cops out there to, when they see the bad acting cops, someone has to call it out. This is like a general thing in life. You know, um, you if you see people doing the wrong thing, you got to call it out. You can't just stand by and let people do the wrong no, thing and get away no. with it. You and, know, obviously there's a price and, for that, right? Because I know you guys have like a there's like, well, well this is probably a good this is an altered uh, like an added question I'm going to ask you. There is the the thin blue line and all that kind of stuff. That's a real yeah. thing, right? There's a thin blue line. The thin blue line just means there's very few of us. It's very thin, and we hold the line between mm-hmm. disorder and, and lawlessness. Okay. So the blue line is there's, you know, nine cops on the street and there's a hundred thousand people in the, in the city where, you know, you're dealing with. So you're just a small few people, a small amount of people holding up the, uh, the order of society. Right. So that's no. what the, the thin blue line. Now the whole, like, I think that's more of an old school thing. Like cops take care of cops because nowadays some places you get, you know, you get pulled over for DUI, they're arresting you. Like, so you had to think to yourself, like, am I going to take advantage of myself being a police officer and put another police officer in danger of losing his job? Mm-hmm. So if I decide to drink all my Roman Coke and then drive around me an asshole and I get pulled over, everything's recorded. Everything's mm-hmm. on video in a lot of places. So now I'm putting that guy in a bad spot. So mm-hmm. if he says, oh, don't worry about it, he drives away and crashes – and then I'm like, Wagner, you pulled him over a minute ago, and this guy is blowing a three, you know, three zero. So hopefully, other cops don't put you in bad positions, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I know what people say like, "Oh, cops are taking care of cops," like, but the guys I work with, they're all professional. I think maybe in the bigger cities, you'll get more of that because less supervision. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the years I worked, uh, here's one. Uh, here's an example. We're sitting in roll call, or not roll call, and we're booking someone. And this guy spits a loogie and it's flying through. I see it in slow motion. Mm. It turns like this and goes right through the cage and lands on my buddy's hair. Mm. He had it all spiked. I thought it was hilarious. But, you know, he didn't think it was hilarious. Okay. So <laughs> he gets up and he's ready to rip him, right? He's like pissed. So mm-hmm. emotions get you in trouble. So I was like, dude, I got this. Don't worry. So I went in there. Guy's talking shit. I sprayed him a little quarter drop of pepper spray in his eye. And I said, listen, if you're going to continue to be like this and assault us, I'm going to spray your other eye, you know, mm-hmm. then he was like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, all right, let's wash it out. Let's behave like, man, we're in true respect, but don't be spin on. Mm-hmm. So he, by me stepping up, it took, it, it took him out of the way where he would probably, you know, not saying he would, but he was pissed and maybe it would escalate to something bigger. So you had to, you had to check each other. So you don't get him in trouble. You don't get yourself in trouble because you have to have a lot, a lot of patience in this job. Um, <laughs> and that's where you have to, if it's, if it's not coming at you, you got to calm that guy down beside you. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely but, not a, it's not a job for everyone. It's so, not. Yeah. Everybody says that, you know, criticize, even the second amendment people criticize us, all these people criticize us, um, come out and do it and you'll realize why we do certain things. <laughs> it's all ignorance <laughs> to everything. Like if you don't know about something, you're ignorant in it and you, you make your own assumptions and your opinions. But until you do something, then you're like, Oh shit, this is why they do it this way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Richard Hughes is asking if I would dump a bucket of water over NYPD's head. Uh, I mean, I grew up in New York City with uh, cops there. Uh, no. <laughs> I would not do it. Um, I interact with cops all the time. I've seen, you know, when it comes to, like, police officers in New York, I mean, I think that's, like, my biggest 
um, experience dealing with police officers, obviously, in New York. I think, um, you know what, for the most part, I, I had good interactions. I've seen some bad things. I was way back in, in like the 80s, I was across the street when there was this police officer got into a shootout with this guy. And I guess he had like a revolver and the guy had uh, something with a, with a magazine in it. And when he was out of ammo, he went down behind the car to reload and the guy just walked up to him and uh shot him in the head so i mean uh, you know i've seen it's crazy like yeah. e even now the the uh, my brother comes up and he shoots with me and his new york uh new york style trigger do you call it new york uh, city trigger mm. it's a 12 pound pull so it makes a glock into like a revolver it's like eh. and so we as we go back in range he starts missing i mean he does good because you have to train with what you have and he does mm -hmm. well but mm -hmm. i can shoot a lot faster and a lot more better groups with a regular Glock trigger than what he shoots in his 12 pound trigger pull. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. You'd think you want cops in the city to shoot a little more accurate because, um, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people around, but there, maybe their kind their belief is that they do a 12 pound trigger. So people aren't scared and just squeeze the trigger off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think you should train your people and know how to operate your weapon. Mm -hmm. and so you don't make mistakes by squeezing your trigger and not indexing and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, like I heard you say in the podcast earlier, you, you, you know, in New York city, you wish there's a, a, a smaller amount, but better train. Mm -hmm. And that, that's kind of makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, they're, they're up against, I don't know how many people live in New York city, what five, 4 million people, something probably crazy. like 6 million at this point, 6 million versus, yeah. you know, probably 38,000, 36,000 cops. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, you need, you need a large amount. Um, but, you need to train your guys because then you'll be in the news less. And yeah. you'll know how to react when you're getting water pulled or poured on your head and you don't do anything about it. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you know, it was a video clip. Yeah. Did they say it was okay in the beginning? I have no idea. I was in there. Yeah, that's a, you know that whole thing's a very interesting thing of how that went down and how they reacted to it. Okay, but they caught those guys. I think ultimately yeah, everyone, yeah. yeah, everyone has to learn how to respect each other. I could tell you like yeah. good stories, bad stories from police officers in New York and all that kind of stuff. Things that went down. Yeah, Brian Quick I, I, says I, I, it's nine million. Did it go up to nine million? I don't nine know. million? That's yeah. crazy. Walter, that's why the you rest might have to look that up. Walter voted out. Uh huh. You know, New York State, they upstate New York hates the city because <laughs> they vote, <laughs> they vote their ways and it controls the whole state. Yeah. Cities you know? are not the fun. It's huge. Yeah. No. Cities are not fun. Did you guys see that? Like there was flooding in New York. There was a dude that got swept off of the, 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 um, not, the, he got swept onto the tracks, I think, or off of the platform in New York. There's a whole bunch of stuff. You got blackouts, all that kind of stuff. Cities are old. Okay. Is this one of your sons? One of the kids? He's waving. Okay. Being right. pretty good though. Yeah, we can just see the top of the head right there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You didn't put in an entertaining enough movie. Exactly. This is Toy Story <laughs> Two. We watched it like Toy Story Two. No, man. You gotta two, come on. And we saw four twice. <laughs> yeah. I work even so we could do his matinees for five bucks in the movies. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So let's see. So what do you so overall, what do you think about this? How, how much what kind of punishment do you think this guy should get for that? I mean, you know, we're coming. I definitely think like, obviously, it's, you know, I think he should um, he should do some community service, maybe pick up some of the garbage all around the, you know, the areas, yep. you know, like pick up garbage, work hard, work in the heat. And uh, yep. I mean, you can't put it. I mean, you're going to put him in jail just because it's not reality and mm -hmm. I'm not like radical yep. or anything, but. He needs to do. He needs to clean up garbage. That's what he needs to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He likes water so much, so he needs to wash yep. the sidewalk or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do something. Yeah. Or, Give him you know, 100 hours of service, whatever the judge yeah. thinks appropriate, but yeah. who knows? There. You know what's one of the scary? I, I never did this when I was in New York. I have seen uh, the the manhole covers blow up many times. Oh, yeah. You know how? Yeah. It, and so I don't know if this is in every yeah. city, but in New York, when the man when one goes, you could literally see them popping, and you could see it going uh-huh. down the blocks, yeah. block after block after block. But so what was scary to me? I always thought, you know, what happens if they make you have to go down in the sewers? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's well, what you should do with that guy. Take him down to the yeah. sewers for a little while. You might die because there's a lot of bad gases down there. The only reason I know that because all the road jobs I do. Yeah, they, they have to test the air before they go down. They have to have it ventilated because oh, yeah. there's a lot of bad yeah. gases down the sewers. The only reason I know that is because I did road jobs and I watched the guys go down the hole. Oh, okay, so, but, but you never went down into those. You never went down into nope, those sewers, I just right? I down and watch them when they're working in the road. In Connecticut, any construction in the street, you have to have a cop working OT. So that's nice for me. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I have. I haven't been in the sewer, but I have been in wastewater, down in the. You know, the um, doing survey stuff when I work for the city, so um, it's kind mm. of interesting. You know, mm. I mean. Um, yeah. <laughs> But I carry not, my revolver in single action. Says manhole. That's that's, that's sexist. Manhole is sexist. <laughs> manhole, yeah. Manhole sexist. That's hilarious. At first, <laughs> I thought you said manhole sexy. I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? But hey, whatever. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, some I didn't know some which people do. Some people do yeah, think manholes are sexy. <laughs> you know, listen, we're not going to judge anyone. We're not going to uh, judge. <laughs> you know. Super Don't name. judge, lest ye shall be judged. <laughs> So, uh, uh, yeah. uh, stay out of manholes, though. That's my advice to you. Stay out of manholes. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. <laughs> Richard Hughes wants people hold. People hold. People hold. Uh, this is keep it good. simple. If it's if it's septic, it's a shithole. <laughs> and if it's a, uh-huh. a stormwater, then yeah. it's you know storm. I always yeah. wonder what was going on in those things, but I would never want to go in them after you see them. Uh, it's, it's pretty there. neat because uh, some you look down there to have like bricks from the 50s and like mm-hmm. oh, some go down five feet some go down 30 feet it's insane yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 uh um, go ahead go ahead well no there's 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 stormwater and sewer stuff that's from turn of the century and before oh, that, 20s so. right yeah. 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 yeah yeah it's cool they borrowed some bricks and you have the names on the bricks and you, yeah. you can yeah. run you can look them up and it tells you where they're manufactured the yeah. bricks Cool. Yeah, that subway goes way back. And is the subway in New York a hundred years old? I don't know if it's, well, it's that older old. than that. It's older uh, than that. Okay, a hundred is only what nineteen. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, nineteen. Uh, nineteen. Mm-hmm. And the mm-hmm. subways were going before nineteen nineteen. So that was yeah. in the subway three weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Hughes wants me to tell my, the truth about my love of manholes. Yes, I love manholes. <laughs> I confess. To the love you of the came manholes. out of the closet, so I can, yes, I came out of the closet. So I might as well, I might as well fess up to it. <laughs> oh dear. Oh boy. See, that's JP. That's not me. That's hey, not me. Last clown, man. <laughs> um, all right. So let me see. There's some other. There's some other uh, things. Uh, there was this article here in Ammoland. I'm gonna let me throw this up. Um, New York City's anti-cop anarchy. What say you, uh, Dante De Blasio? So there's uh, uh, Dante. Is that De Blasio's name, Dante? Dante De Blasio. Oh no, no, no. that Dante De Blasio is the son of Democratic Bill. New York Bill Bill, Bill De Blasio, Bill who has abandoned his crime-wracked city, but not his public office, tax-subsidized salary, or perks. 
for a, a quixotic presidential bid to become America's social justice warrior in chief. Calculated to promote his race car playing dad's campaign, Dante stoked anti-cop hysteria a few weeks ago with a widely disseminated USA Today uh, op-ed. Dante's uh, screed came just days after de Blasio declared the first Democratic debate. Debate, I am different from all the other candidates in this race uh, in that I'm raising a black son in America. Yeah, I heard that. That was a joke. What now? So he actually I said that? I didn't hear that. I didn't, I yeah, didn't. he did say that. He said that. I went I to two really... New York City funerals um, in everybody. I mean, except like the re- even I saw captains, everybody turned their back into Blasio when they really? introduced some stuff. Okay. They turned to all of them. The only people really didn't do it is is the uh, police commissioner and the police chief just because they're kind of like, like a political thing. And so, then some other really high-ranking guys right beside him. But it, you, it was unbelievable. I think um, I think I have a picture. I'll throw it up, I think. Um, it's you look down the sea of blue, thousands of cops, and they all had their backs to Blasio. Really? His wife wore jeans to one of the cops' funerals. Wow, that's a fact. So okay. he's not—he does not like the uh, police, and all the, all the people, all the Second Amendment people, don't like cops. Remember, most cops—not all, but most like you know—we're gonna uh, we like uh, guns. We support the Second Amendment, um, and we're just as hated as is uh, gun guys and Second Amendment guys. Mm-hmm. We, we're hated probably even more. You know, yeah. it's we're, a human—it's a human thing, cops. man. Anywhere there's human beings, which is on this planet, so far as I know, yep. um, whatever segment you think you fall into, there's messed up people. You know, so that's the way that it goes. And, you know, yeah. we, we just have yeah. to deal with that. Um, yeah. So I think that, yeah, there are gun guys who, as a practice, do not like police officers. Yeah, um, I think it's pretty lame. Know, it is what it is. Look, if you don't like that, live someplace where there's no police officers or very few. Like yeah. I live out in the country. We do have a sheriff's department out there. I know those guys. They're good guys. You talk to them and all that kind of stuff. I respect yeah. them. I respect them. You know, they like you get you get to vote for these guys, which I think is a little different yeah. from what happens yeah. in other places. But uh, you know, you still respect people. Look, you should respect people no matter what they do. So of course, Take yeah. I, I had a guy fell in the street. I don't know if I tell you the story, but. He was, um, he called me for help. So I'm out there helping him. He's motherfucking me up and down. Sorry, my language. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm like, I said, you called me to help you. What, you know, why are you treating me so disrespectful? I already, you know, whatever. And I, I get treated disrespectful a lot, but whatever. But there's a lot of good people too. So I said, I know everything about you. I know you're a gang member. I know you've been arrested like 45 times, but I'm still here treating you with respect and trying to figure out what's wrong with you and what, how I can help you. I said, I know you. I said, do you know me? And he's like, nah, man. I'm like, do you know me? Because obviously you're just judging me by my uniform right now. You're not judging me as a, as a man, right? I said, I'm giving you the time. I'm trying to help you out, even though I know who you are. And he was like, right then he realized, like, all right, he goes, my bad. And he's like, you know, gave me more respect. I said, it's about respect, man. Mm-hmm. You're calling me to help you. I'm respecting you as a man, but I know you're a felon. Just mm-hmm. throw it back to me. doesn't mean I'm sleeping on him, but. That's all. All it is really on the street. If you could respect them, mm-hmm. if you throw some respect towards the bad guy and say, "Hey, I know you're playing your game. I'm playing my name. You got a game, and you got called tonight." Most of them will settle down. I'll be like, "Hey, I'll try to get you out on a bond, you know, whatever." And you give them a little respect, they'll give it back. But you shouldn't take, you know, the, uh, you know, their niceness. You know, like you shouldn't sleep on them at all. Mm-hmm. But you know, you throw them a little respect, they'll throw a little respect back to you. you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. That's all they kind of want. They know they got. You know they know what the game is. You know the true criminals. Right. Um, oh, they'll kill you. You know. 
Yeah, man. If you if you get caught sleeping, anything can happen to you. So what? So what is this thing that De Blasio is trying to say? So this was like a serious point he was trying to make at um, yep. at the Democratic debate that uh, yep. he's raising a black son in America. He says he warns him, you know, how to interact with. Co- I mean, you should what? tell any of your sons who who don't matter if they're white how to interact with the cop. Keep your hands on the steering wheel. Be replay. You know. Uh, you know, be respectful to them and, you know, listen to what they tell you. But I don't know if that's why he's telling his son. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. he was saying now there's yeah. so many police incidents with black people that, um, that he, you know, he's warned them against how, you know, be, be aware of what's going on, you know? Okay. But look at it. Police shoot more white people than black people. That's a fact. Look up. If you look uh, up this statistics, there's, yeah. I'll show you all the answers. Yeah. yeah Walter, the, go just ahead. Look, just, just look at the numbers. The yeah, numbers, it, the numbers don't like, lie. You're more likely to get killed by a civilian shooting you than a police officer shooting yeah. you. And that's FBI statistics. You mm-hmm. probably got a better chance of getting hit by lightning in Florida than you yep. do getting shot by a cop. Uh, well, yeah. and if it's, uh, forgive me for this one, JP, but if it's some New York <laughs> cops with 12-pound triggers that don't yeah, really yeah. know how to oh, shoot no. too good, <laughs> you got no chance of getting hit. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> else who's innocent is getting hit. It, it <laughs> might take 40 It might take forty rounds. To get <laughs> you, know, you just that you sounds, okay. victim walking by at that point, man. You know? like, yeah. But you, get, you might get hit. <laughs> yeah, I think I might hear from some people I know in, on NYPD yeah. for that one. Yeah, it's an but, awful hey, trigger. That's not me. That's it. not me. Those guys need to go train. Okay, <laughs> those yeah. guys need to go train. And my brother trains with his, and he does well with it. But it's it's very uh, it's twelve pounds is a lot to, at range. When you go back, go to twenty yards, twenty five yards, it, it messes with you. You know? Yeah. Yeah, when I was in the barbershop today, there was this lady in there that was asking me, like, what I do and stuff like that. And um, and, and so when I told her, she, you know, she's uh, she sounds she's a school teacher. She doesn't like the idea of guns. So she was asking me about, like, guns in school. And then she said, oh, you know, we got a resource officer. And I was like, yeah, but how well trained is that guy? Yeah. You know, the yeah. guy the guy in Parkland here, the guys, they weren't well trained. They didn't even go in. They didn't you? respond. So, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, I'll, that's a rarity, I'll, I think. I think that guy was in there just to cruise out his retirement. Yeah. Um, Go ahead, Walter. No, I mean, how I'll willing be right are back they? One second. Okay. How how willing are they in, to engage? I'll get it for you. Yeah, that's you know, a that's big thing. I mean. yeah. yeah, I mean, are they there? Like you said, are they there just hanging out because it's a it's a cheap it's an easy job or, you know, I don't know. Yeah, and you I think you don't really you don't really, any, you can't really tell that anybody until you have to do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. you gotta be in this shit. Oh, a few times before you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I can't imagine. I haven't been in it, so I couldn't tell you. But yeah, I mean, it's like, it's so you hear the stories of the guys when the shooting starts, they run toward the shooting, and of course, and people run the other way. So yeah, you, know. you need to see what someone's personality type is, right? I mean, yeah. a lot of times when people are under stress, the question is, how do they react to being under stress? Right. So and you, you know, there's things you can do I'm to not, test that out. I'm not on film right now, but I can still talk. What happens is. That's why you have to do active shootery. That's why you have to train with sim munitions. And you'll see people react to it. And the more you train, the, the more you're going to respond the right way. Sort yeah. of like in the Army when they went to uh, – they had paper targets. Yeah. They realized they weren't – people were just shooting in the air and not really hitting people. Yeah. What so is, what they what? did, they got pop-up man-like targets. Stop. And what, that, what, what that are you doing, them, JP? Are you changing pampers? I'm changing paper, man. <laughs> It's called reality. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the hell? So, That's flashbacks right there. I was like, my brain is like, JP's changing peppers right now. 
Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, people. No, that's okay. That's okay. I'm multitasking here. Yeah. Yeah. and talking at the same time. No, I so know. That, I know how you talk when you're changing pampers. I've done this for a living before. <laughs> that's a that's a stress test there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you but, on the floor or were you on a special table? I was on the floor. I didn't yes, I know. How did I know this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm bending over, breathing heavy. Um, yeah. So what the pop-up targets did was made it more like a man and it de- desensitized you. So they'd pop up, you'd see a soldier, you shoot the target, it'd fall down. So it's all training and training your mind to how to react to, you mm-hmm. know, adversity. So yeah, guys aren't put in those situations, they don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, I did spot 12 and a half years, I did six years military. So that helped me put me in bad situations where I know I can react. Yeah. And, and you have to test yourself, you know? Yeah, it's, it's scary. You don't mean you're not scared when you're doing bad things. It just yeah. and you control your fear and react and, and you rely on your training. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I carry my revolver in single action. Says I was in at least three situations where I was in the wrong, and three times the cops let me go just because how I was interacting with them. And all three situations uh, were with white cops. Um, you know what? I think I think that's a lot of things in life, right? So, but yes, with police officers. Let me go wash like my that. hands. Don't be a comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, <laughs> Richard Hughes. Good call, there Richard. You know. Good call. Good call. Richard. I love Richard. <laughs> uh, that adds to the flavor. That adds to the flavor. Go ahead, Walter. What were you going to say something? No, so, I mean, you just sometimes you just need to keep your tongue, keep your mouth closed. <laughs> or just, you know what, I think I think a lot of times, because I know, like, being in New York City is the same thing for me. I was in situations with police officers, some situations where I was clearly, if they decided to go, yeah, uh, get out of this car, I want to search you, there might be some problems. And um, I know that it's just, like, how you talk to them. Are you being yeah. respectful, you know, all that kind of stuff uh-huh. that... Right. You're not acting strange. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not... You're yeah, not but, yeah. When you, you you know, like when you pull someone and they're dirty, you can see it, man. Like they they're shaking for no reason, or uh, they're sweating. It's you know cold outside. Like people give you hints. It's unbelievable. They like I said before last time, they touch their pockets. They uh, they look, they look uh, over. They don't want to make uh, con- eye contact. Uh, after you said that last time, I realized how many times I do that. <laughs> I, just, I do it all the time. I, mean, I know I, I know it. We can't help you it. To the yeah. store, you touch your gun to make sure it's covered. or oh, you, know, yeah. like, you just check in certain things if it's right. still there, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. like, 50-50, like, if you're polite to officer, like, you know how many people lie to me? I had a lady when I pulled over for a stop sign. sitting there just for <laughs> stop signs. I don't. She was, like, 70 years old. She runs a stop sign. didn't even break. So I pulled over, and she said that she was a Christian. She would never run a stop sign. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, good, I didn't say that short, but I feel like saying, good thing God's forgiven, man. Because the, uh, James <laughs> Miller. God wasn't forgiven, you're going to hell. Yeah, James <laughs> Miller says, doesn't Hank always act strange? Uh, Vanessa Kitty says, I was in a situation in 83. The cops didn't act to assist or help or nothing. Okay, that's terrible. Um, and Red Bear says, "Am I being detained? Is that? It's like, is that an immediate red flag to you when the when the dude goes, am I being detained?'" Yeah, I think it's funny. I mean, like, well, yeah, I'm stop doing a car stop, so you are being detained. Yes, I mean, yeah. I'm a, I'm a sovereign. I'm a sovereign. Yeah, all over the town, traveling. Like, okay, good. Give your traveling ticket. So what happens with that? You know, I didn't go in with it. If they're a sovereign citizen, they don't want to give me ID. They don't think I have to do that. They, I just. Handcuff them, bring them in. I'm right. not going to sit there and argue with them. Mm-hmm. I'll figure out who you are when I do your fingerprints on APHIS and it pops up and tells me who you are. Yeah. Right? And if you refuse to do that, it's an extra charge. We'll hold you, go to court, court, or handle it, you know? 
So like a lot of times it's not worth to argue with, you mm-hmm. know, people when you're young, though, you know, sometimes, you know, I don't know, as you get older, you realize the, the, the craft. Yeah. You know? If you, uh, if you, if you make some, you know, if you really, if you want to push the boundaries, I think that's the thing. I think you can get out of a yeah. lot of things depending on how you talk yeah. about it. Okay. So here, this is another police related thing. I swear, but I was saving this one cause it's a oh, little bit, it. it's a little bit funny, a little bit funny. Okay. Um, so Georgia woman accused of shooting gun at McDonald's after getting cold fries, <laughs> which, you know, uh, listen, that's crime. That's a crime. That, that is a crime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a crime. So, <laughs> so that, that's almost as bad as, as driving out through the drive-through and you and you, with your with your hot cakes and there's no syrup in the bag. Oh boy! Oh god! Boy. <laughs> no butter. There's no butter. <laughs> no butter. <laughs> there better be some no butter in there. Um, so plain cheeseburger and give me everything on it. My kid won't eat it. They're like, oh like, yeah, yeah. Turn around, like kids yeah. are picky, man. Yeah. Oh, they are. I, they are. I, I went out when I. When I when I was a kid, I went to McDonald's. I got plain. Yeah. So that, at that time, they had to make it for you plain. You know, yeah. so I was always the last person eating. <laughs> <laughs> plain. Um, yeah. Um, so here we go. Okay. So this. So a woman is accused of firing a gun in a Georgia Georgia McDonald's. See, it's Georgia people. It's not Florida this time. Florida. Not Florida. Georgia. Okay. Uh, uh, in a Georgia McDonald's, after complaining that she was given cold fries, according to several, several media reports, Lillian Chantel Tarver, 27, who was arrested after a police chase through Savannah, faces 12, oh my char- God. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 12 charges, including five felonies. Uh, Catham County Jail Records show about 2.45 p.m. Tuesday, police responded to the Garden City restaurant to see her car speeding off. Uh, Garden City Police told USA Today she's accused of leading officers on a chase for about 10 to 15 minutes uh, before pulling over on Liberty Parkway where she was arrested. I think she was trying to finish the McDonald's before she got locked up because I'll make sure I eat this. (laughs) You're going to get McDonald's anyway when you get locked up. That's how it goes. Uh, An employee at the McDonald's told Savannah uh, uh, WTOC TV that Tarver left the restaurant after getting her order only to return five minutes later saying her fries were cold as the manager went to get fresh fries the woman went into the kitchen and fired a shot into the floor the owner told the news station the owner says he gave her a refund and the woman left no one was injured during the incident which I think you know hey he did the right thing um <laughs> The felony charges against Tarver include aggravated assault, armed robbery, attempting to elude police, and firearm possessions, uh, jail record show. Boom. <laughs> what? That's what? crazy, all, man. All and that's it. Like, when, when everybody like um, says everybody deserves a gun, until you do something like that, then maybe no. you shouldn't have a gun. Mm-hmm. Because all that's going to do is make all the gun-loving, safe people... It's going to make us look bad no matter what, you know, mm-hmm. even though all my guns are in 500 pound safes and locked up and no one can get to them, you know. So uh, that's why when all the Second Amendment is like, you can't take your gun away. She has a Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Oh, I believe yeah, in Second Amendment. But but there's certain people. Maybe she shouldn't have a gun. You know, you're in there with your kid in yeah. McDonald's. She shoots your kid. I mean, you know, sorry to be the, you know, talk bad like that. But yeah, no. yeah. That's, rea- that's reality. You know, you don't want. Bad gun people making it bad for us because shit, man. One, you know, you don't know what, how far it's gonna go before they start coming after us. I hope they don't. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. buy all yeah. the semi-automatics you can because you don't want one day to say, 
they're t- you know trying to take semi-automatics. Yeah, I don't think that'll <laughs> ever happen because you know that would start a whole bad thing. And Anything's possible. Remember, my friend, you live in Connecticut, so you gotta go knock on some wood somewhere. Yeah. You know what? When I went on vacation, I just came back from vacation in Cape Cod. There was um, the outdoor shop. There was uh, a gun shop up there, and another one. I forget the name of it, but I couldn't believe how like. They're in the front lines. Everybody should be supporting mass people like Connecticut Road Output. Those guys are have a gun store in Massachusetts. I was I went in there and I was like, thank them. I'm like, you guys are awesome. Yeah. So, uh, and, how uh, is that? So how do we live in a world where a gun store in Massachusetts is a rare occurrence? That's crazy. I mean, I think there is more. So there's a lot, but it's amazing. Like they, the libs, they come after them. And try to take their yeah, you know, but it didn't used to be like that. Back. I remember back in the yeah. days, it was not like that in Massachusetts. Yeah, Mass Connecticut. We made all the guns. Yeah, it wasn't. Know? It wasn't like that. Um, yeah. Rich uh, Richard well, Monder, a friend in England, Richard Monder. He says, uh, "Did she shoot the fries?" Um, you know, she fries, did she shoot okay. the fries? Yeah, the fries. I don't know. Yeah. She, okay. That's crazy. That's crazy. She 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 gonna have problems for a little while. Let's see here. Uh, someone someone <laughs> asked a question. Ronald Hotboy this asked this question. What cup size does a woman need to need to get out of a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Ronald Hotboy. <laughs> Can't comment on that, please. You know? <laughs> okay, there you go. Wise wise answer. I, I can't make a comment on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Adam Smith 86 says, I do not acknowledge your authority. Is that something you hear a lot, JP? Yeah. You yeah. hate authority, man. I tell you that. It's sort of like when you're a kid going to the principal's office. Yeah. You hate authority. Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't but see you. Need, <laughs> but you need it. You kind of need it, too. You know, hopefully the guys that have those positions of authority are treating people fair. And that's how yeah. you, you want your... I want people to talk about like good police experiences. Not saying I tell kids all the time. I always try to take care of some, you know, riffraff kids. Cause, you know, maybe I was one one day, and I say to them, you know, I always their parents alone, the police, everybody hates them. Mm-hmm. So I, I try to care for them and look out for them. But I always remind them I'm still a cop. I still will arrest you. And just like my kids, I treat them with a lot of love. But they know, you know, there's you know there's consequences, and that's why people are losing consequences. We need consequences in life. Yeah, you know, um, it makes you not want to mess up again. You know, uh, yeah, to to uh, to a certain extent, to a certain yeah, extent. imagine what it is. Yeah, what yeah. your consequence is. Yeah, uh, who say says Georgia is Florida adjacent? This is oh, true. Yeah. Sometimes people walk out of Florida into Georgia <laughs> and, <laughs> and infect the rest of the nation. <laughs> I, I think I think it's just the car. They were on their way to Florida and their car broke down in Georgia and they just oh. stayed there. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> She's gonna be staying in Georgia for a while. Uh, Ronald, yeah. Ronald Georgia that bad? No. Well, it depends where in Georgia, really, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I don't – yeah, certain places. Certain places. Let's just say that about Georgia. Uh, Ronald <laughs> Hotboy says uh, hashtag cold fries matter. <laughs> and um, Bon Josh says uh, mam hole, mam hole. That's what we should say. Mam-hole. It's a mam hole, mam hole. Mam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the memes on that ma'am are hilarious. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Brian Quick says she should be glad there wasn't someone in that McDonald's with their own weapon. Um, right. Coming with a little. Yeah, if you came into McDonald's with that. Uh, That'd be bad. That'd yeah. be bad. Yeah. I would never, for the record, I would never <laughs> come into McDonald's with something like this. Uh, 
Yeah. That's her record. Yeah, Vanessa Vanessa Kitty says, I have three gun stores in Mass up here near me. Yeah, so Massachusetts used to be known. That's, is that Odie Green? Yes, it is, sir. Okay, nice. I know. And it's a Steyr Og Mags, true Mags. Yes, I don't have I a know. Over. Yes, I wanted I the original. <laughs> I, I heard all about this the last time, JP. I know. I <laughs> what else, <it>. dude? <laughs> uh, okay, let me see. Come up, I'll you shoot it, Hank, you know? <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, or come down and visit too. me, and you can shoot, you can shoot yours. I'll shoot mine. I haven't even put any rounds through mine yet, but... We need to. Um, okay, Walter's good, might like this one. I think Walter might want to jump in in this ahead. one. Ohio Wolverine, did anyone else see Moeller today looking confused, almost like they pulled him from a nursing home? He was looking for his chocolate pudding. Oh, that's cold, man. Wait a minute, hang on. Who pulled who from nursing home? The Mo- Moeller? Moeller. Moeller. Oh, oh. I didn't watch any of that, but oh. I guess, you know, it's a dog and pony show. It mm-hmm. all it is. It ain't, there ain't, nothing's going to come of it. So, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Um, I did, um, I did listen to some of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, what's the bit, my big takeaway from that $25 million down the drain. Yep. Just so a long. bunch of, yeah. What, uh, kind of like, yeah, just a waste of money. Yeah. So, and a waste of time. So. Yeah. And then we're still doing it. Who knows how much more money we added to the wastery. The wastery. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, somebody's putting it in their wastery pockets. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then all these like, you know, all the guy all the politicians who get to grandstand, can they do some actual work, man? Cuz this thing just let the, well, I I know Democrats don't want to let it die, so. It, let me yeah. I'm going to I'm going to grab something real quick that's mm-hmm. uh my styrog, so, okay? Yes. Oh boy. My styrog. You're going to do this to me, Walter. You're going to get your styrog. <laughs> okay, fine. What? Oh, oh, oh no, no, that's cool. Me, you're going to get uh, thrown off the uh, <laughs> off the interweb because No, no, of no, me? no, 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 no. I'm saying like now everybody has to have a styrog. I didn't bring mine. Go ahead, Walter. It's fine. That's cool. <laughs> All right. No, go. Just give me a second here. Yeah. Walter sneaking up on me with getting the uh, uh, while Walter's getting his styrog, I see the National Interest had this article about um, Keltech PMR. He says, "Why gun owners go crazy over the Keltech PMR 30?" Yeah. Interesting article there. This is an OD Green one. Oh, probably would have liked to have an OD Green one. It says the Keltech PMR 30 is a rarity amongst um, handguns on the market today. Um, it's cool. It's... All right. Closest thing I'm going to get wait, is oh, my, my Walter's back. Microte- oh, the there he is. Oh boy. Boom. Yeah. Massive. No, this is cool. I like it. And you have the knife, right? You said you have the knife. Yeah, the knife and three. Yeah, and three, Walter has mag. the waffle mags. Okay, everybody's got a waffle mag. All right. There we got waffle mags. Yeah, there's the yeah. waffle mags. Yeah, congratulations to the Styrol guys <laughs> with the waffle mags. No, that's cool though. I like the I like the way the waffle mags look. That's cool. Yeah, I like them. Mine uses most magazines though, so I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hopefully, you don't wind up in an apocalypse and run out of magazines. I have a different gun for that. Oh, you have yeah. different. What's your apocalypse gun? I'm an MK18 small lock and running gun with it, ten and a half inch barrel. I have a Surefire uh, Mini Monster on it. I can punch you with it. I can break windows. Whatever you need to do. Oh, and okay. everybody's like, "Oh, I was still hitting steel um, at 400 yards." Huh? I mean, with that ten and a half inch barrel, so or ten inch barrel. My bad, mm-hmm. not ten and a half. Something okay. about my old spike on the HK416 was a ten and a half. Okay. But the MK18 is a actual ten and a half or ten. Okay. But I, I would I would grab that because, like you said, I'd be able to interchange mags. 
plentiful ammo with short and small CQB. You'd probably be fighting house to house. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather have uh, an SRB. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Mike says Safety Harbor Farm. Yeah, SBR. Arms. What did I say? SB, what did I say? SBC? I don't SBR. know. SBR. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I said something. Uncle Mike says Safety Harbor Farms. You you got some chicken with them waffle bags? Oh, speaking of that, speaking of waffles. Mm-hmm. Good idea. Wednesday is um, Waffle House. Not Waffle. Um, where is the Waffle? Not Waffle. Waffle House. Yeah, Waffle House is the yeah. chain, right? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, so. Yeah, the Waffle Wednesday. House. Uh-huh. Yeah, and on Wednesdays we go to Waffle House. It's Waffle House Wednesday. Oh. So uh, I had breakfast for lunch today. Okay. So you shoot out some Waffle House wall? <laughs> no, it, this isn't in the hood, Waffle House. This right. is, uh, um, every Waffle House is in the hood. Yeah. I don't even try that nonsense with me, Walter. I know better than that. Yeah, I don't believe it's you. <laughs> I'm going to use your own words against you. I don't believe it's you, I don't believe that. Uh, <laughs> All right, well. Check out the Waffle House on Sunset Point in Clearwater. It's not in the hood. Okay, we'll have to see. We'll have to see that one. It's closer to the retirement hood than it is anything. So. Oh, okay. This, there's some old gangsters. OG. That's what OG <laughs> yeah. means. Old gangsters. OG from down from New York. Yeah. Um, I, so I was I was reading this article about the Caltech PMR30. I don't know if anyone wants to know. I'm a fan of the Caltech PMR30. And this article okay. says, it's a rarity amongst handguns on the market today. A pistol with magazine holding more than 17 rounds. The PMR-30 actually holds 30 rounds and does so with some clever um, engineering that reduces it to a lightweight package, attractive to casual shooters, backcountry shooters, or people interested in a firearm for home defense. So, uh, I thought it was an interesting article, but you guys don't seem to... Uh, <laughs> There's not a lot of PMR thirty yeah. love in the house right now. Yeah, I don't have one, so I you know. Good yeah. tool, yeah. It's not a bad thing to rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 30, 30 rounds of twelve pound trigger, you need it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's twelve pound trigger, but that's just um, no, the the PMR thirty. No, it's not. It's not uh, a bad trigger I'm at ju- all. I'm just kidding. I'm just Did you ever shoot a PMR thirty, Walter? Uh, I don't believe I have. No. No. Okay, we got to fix uh, that. Despy from uh, the Blue Rise Society, one of my guys, he has one. Okay. How does he like gun. it? He likes it. He has a 572. You know, so. Oh, cool. Okay. So he, he has both of he has those. Okay. Every gun, basically. Mm-hmm. He's got it. He's, he's a good guy to be in a group. Yeah. That's what you need, man. That's what you need. Every gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> has a lot. I have a lot, but he has a lot. Oh. Yeah, you need to, You gotta have. You gotta have it for the library. I'm telling they do. you. Yeah. I, lo- I always encourage them to buy guns. I, like, that's why I always I'd things like that. like these magazines. I gotta have one for the library. Oh, yeah. hey! But you only bought one, Walter, because I called yeah. dibs on the other one. You only bought one. Well, Palmetto State Armory, dude. Oh, okay. All right, I got you. <laughs> I got that's you. Sit out. Do do a video on like uh, maybe get a surefire splurge or bar, have someone borrow it and then do a video with surefire versus that versus the uh, magpole. See which one works the best. Yeah. Uh, I think they'll all work, but yeah. yeah. Cool. Brian Quick says we have some pretty nice waffle houses in the Atlanta area, and then Richard Monder chimes in. He says, Yes, my first waffle house was in Atlanta. Um did I go uh, to man. a waffle house in Atlanta? I can't you know I don't remember, so I can't speak on it. I can't speak on it. Last time I went to we went to the Waffle House up in uh we were at the machine gun shoot up in the uh where's that town? Hell, I can't remember now. But, yeah, it's late night, you know. Mm-hmm. Always good, you know. Yeah, 
So here's another thing I was talking to you guys about behind the scenes. This is like this probably do be the last police related thing. Then we'll get into some other stuff, some other yeah. things here. So uh, Meek Mills, if anyone's into hip hop, it's kind of like. You know, uh, Meek Mills, it says uh, 2008 conviction gets tossed. Prosecutors may drop case altogether. Um, and this has to do with, uh, I guess, uh, drugs and gun. There's a gun thing going on here. So it says rapper Meek Mill was granted a new trial Wednesday as an appeals court tossed his 2008 conviction in a drug and gun case. The unanimous three-judge opinion issued by the Pennsylvania Superior Court in the latest twist in the rapper's long-running court battle and could signal an end to his legal woes, as prosecutors may now choose to drop the case entirely. The Philadelphia native-born uh, uh, Robert uh, Ramik Williams was sentenced in 2009 to up to 23 months in prison and 10 years of probation. So, And then actually someone put him back in prison because they claimed he violated his probation, I think because he was riding like... What the, what are those uh, four before things? Those little like bike, the AT ATVs. Oh, ATVs like a four wheeler. Yeah, side by side. Yeah, it's probably right. Yeah. There's a big thing in the city is everybody drives their uh, their bikes and four wheelers down yeah. the you know through the streets like no. hundreds of. Yeah, so crazy, um, and they just run you all off. The, they'll run people off the road. They'll run red lights. They don't stop for anybody. It's yeah. chaos. So in uh, he was sentenced in 2009. It says he was uh, convicted of carrying a gun without a license and crimes during a non-jury trial that relied on testimony from a single witness, former Philadelphia police officer Reginald Graham, according to the opinion. The court also overturned the whole violations thing, which sent him back for a little while. And it says, we conclude after discovered evidence... Uh, is of such a strong nature and character that a different verdict will likely result at a retrial. And basically, if you go through all of this, what happened is that police officer was corrupt, and there's some other there's some other things going on with that with that police officer. And the guy claimed that you know Meek Mills pointed a gun at him and all that kind of stuff. He had drugs on him, but then they found out that officer like you know was doing a bunch of stuff, and and they. Yeah, they kicked him off the force, and then that whole thing fell apart. So, yeah, I think he said something like he, he's like maybe forced to retire or something like that. Yeah. So that's again, that's why you never. It's called a slippery slope, right? Mm -hmm. I, I always tell people like, if I don't have it, I have well, not only have five years of Kia, but back in the day, I'd be like, I have fifteen years. You're gonna mess up. You're still gonna be a dirtbag. You're still gonna be a criminal. Hopefully not. Because when people do good, but mm -hmm. they're probably gonna be dirtbags. So I have fifteen years to get you. So I'm gonna wait until I have good. <laughs> Probable calls arrest you. I'm not going to go down the slippery slope of bending the rules because yeah. you don't want to do that. Because when you do bend the rules, or so, and then it realizes that you are bending the rules and you're violating people's rights, every everything you you, you work for is gone. It's yeah. gone. So that you're going to lose, you're going to you're going to lose cases. You're going to get and and Meek Mills is probably guilty. Who knows? I'm not, I don't know. I wasn't there. But if he is guilty, just by the question of that cop being dirty, will get that overturned and thrown out. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. Like that's that's where you never want to go down that road where uh, you're you're bending the rules because when it comes down to it, you're gonna lose everything you worked for. Yeah, and that's when you get true. Fired as a that's cop, true. You can be a you can be a landscaper or a car salesman, one or the other. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know whether or not the gun he had was illegal and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I think personally, guns should not be. Everyone should have guns. It's my you know, my my personal yeah. thing. But yeah, um, you know. Yeah, 
if um, if if you're gonna do stuff like that, like to me, just because it's a rapper or whatever, or this, I you know, I actually don't like this guy as a rapper, but you know, I think it's cool. The people in Philly are, pr- are probably happy, so I'm cool with that. I don't think he really has all those kinds of skills, so yeah. You, you like the Nas and Tupac and Biggie. That's who you like. Yeah, I like the old school guys. Like but Nas yeah, from like the, New York. Yeah, yeah, I like the new school guys too. Wu Tang like Clan. Come on. I like, <laughs> yeah, I do <laughs> like those guys, <laughs> but I like the when new you, school. <laughs> tell me when you guys are gonna start speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> Walter does not relate to this. Okay, um, Ivan uh, Kerniwan. I think I said I'm saying it right. Ivan Kerniwan. Kernaiwan, maybe I don't know if I'm saying it properly. Sorry, Ivan, I'm messing it up. He says, "Hello, Hank. Greetings from Indonesia. Now it's uh-huh. seven a.m. in the morning in Indonesia. So shout uh-huh. out to Ivan out there. Ho- hopefully, I didn't mess it up too much. Kernaiwan, let me know if I said it right. Uh, you know, yeah, put it out phonetically. Um, so let's see. Well, uh, yeah, that's cool, man. Someone from Indonesia." Yeah, That's wow. Cool. Yeah, shout out to the people in Indonesia. And, 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 and he's yeah. in another day. Man. What you he's doing? In, in, yeah, he's in tomorrow. He's calling from <laughs> yeah, the future. He's tomorrow watching you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's actually probably fighting right now. Yeah, Ivan's calling he's from the future. crazy, man. Yeah, shout out to Ivan. Um, Brian Quick says, uh, from Brian Quick, has JP ever seen the documentary The 7 5? Yes, I watched it. It was awesome. Uh, what it is was that? about, like, the whole precinct was, not all of them, but. Um, they had a, a really dirty cop, and he, what he was doing, he was working for drug dealers in New York City. If you didn't watch it on Netflix, you got to watch it. It's oh, it's on Netflix? Okay, yeah, I could check it's it out. It's unbelievable. Like, really? So this cop was like, some some of his guys got caught and fired, but they would come up, and they, he, they would like do the burglaries as they're waiting outside, letting them know about um, if the cops are coming to listen to the radios. So their mm-hmm. boys would be in there breaking into houses. And stealing stuff or doing some running drugs, whatever they're doing, mm-hmm. and they'd be on the radio protecting them. Uh, and they also they also would go into people's houses, and guys like my house got burglarized. And Hank Strange is like, man, I, I had, you know, I, I never I didn't check my gun safes yet. I know I have like thirty guns in there. And next you know, the detectives come out like, well, yeah, you know, you have no guns. They they must got stolen. They took them all. So they would go in. If I gave anything valuable in the house, and they're like, yeah, I have like twenty grand in my closet. I mm-hmm. I don't trust banks. Mm-hmm. They go, oh, okay, because. A lot of like um, Chinese and Indian, I'm not just saying this, but they don't trust banks, so they keep their money mm-hmm. in yeah. their house, right? Yeah. So we get a lot of um, Asian gangs targeting Asian people, and they break in their house and they'll steal their gold, you know, Indians too, and they'll steal gold and money and all that. Mm. It's, not, it's not even made up, it's true. Wow. So um, they'd be like, Yeah, I got $20,000 in my closet. They're like, Oh, let me go check. And they'd come back, like, Yeah, it's not there. They must have stolen it. And they'd put it in their, their reports. Wow. Crazy. So the 75, is that for the 75th precinct? Yeah, 75th precinct, New York City. Uh, where is and the I, 75th precinct in New York City? Do you know offhand? I think, I Sounds think familiar. it was in, um, I think it was the south, um, southeast uh, Manhattan. I'm, I'm not sure. I'd have to ask my brother. Okay. But maybe even Brooklyn. Maybe in Brooklyn. Okay, maybe, yeah. Maybe Someone look up southeast. Se- yeah, someone look up 75th Precinct because yeah. it sounds kind of familiar it, to me. It's Brooklyn or Southeast, um, the ghetto in the like Southeast uh, okay. uh, Manhattan. Yeah, straight, yeah. straight to the right. roll, straight to the yeah. roll. No, yeah. so like those, like when people do that, like it upsets me when cops go rogue because it makes everybody look bad. You know, mm-hmm. like it's just you know, and because ninety nine percent of the guys they would do anything for anybody. Like I said before, they they're, they're out to help people, mm-hmm. but. There's people, you know, there's also, you know, there's 
There's bad doctors, bad everybody. You know? Yeah. Let me do a shout out. Uh, shout out to Dill Speck eight one six. Shout out. Sounds Brooklyn night train said. Yeah. Uh, okay, Brooklyn. Yeah, it sounds like Brooklyn. 75th Precinct, yo, yep. South Brooklyn. Uh, Dill Speck, shout out to him out there. He says, what's up? Great discussion going on. Uh, let me get another shout out in. John Crump, who was our guest last night. You guys should go look at that episode. Good episode. That was a good episode. That's right. Before. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Walter, you know, John's a good guy, man. He... I I, enjoy, I watched the whole thing front to oh, back. Oh, you liked it? Oh, yeah, that's right. You told me you liked that. Right? Well, yeah, why did I you like you. it? Why did you like it? Because I didn't real uh, first I didn't know too much about Ammo Land mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. and then when I heard him talk about the internet and social media and all that stuff, I'm like, this guy knows more than he's leading on to. So mm-hmm. uh, he knew a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just so, start off slow, then sort of coming in the end, like with a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, it's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Mike Oxmall wants a shout out. Shout out to Mike. Thanks for coming in. He says, uh, "Hank, can I get a shout out?" Okay, recognize. He says, "Locked and loaded." Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. Um, And then John Crump says, "My father-in-law was a cop in New York City." Um, And then someone, yeah, someone. Mike Oxmall says, uh, "75th is Brooklyn." I'm pretty sure I know that. Um, Yeah, South Brooklyn. I know that. Yeah, I know that. um, That 75th uh, precinct sounds familiar. Go ahead, Walt. My father, my father-in-law was a cop in New Orleans for fifty years. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. He has some stories. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's which years? Which fifty years, Walter? Because that could be. <laughs> he was. He he started, I think, in the late fifties. So, you know, he was there when Oswald was running around in New Orleans. I asked him if he ever ran into Oswald when he was on the street hanging out leaflets and stuff. He said he didn't. Uh, um, Oswald Lee RV. Lee, Lee Harvey Oswald, yeah. New Orleans was one of his oh. his stomping, stomping grounds. Um, the funny thing back then was any felony, it didn't matter what felony was, they all had to be violent, you know, a violent crime, a felony, and someone else would get hurt. You could shoot them, you know, if someone runs away from you and they have a gun, you could shoot them in the back, right? If it's um, a violent, they're a felon and they're going to hurt other people, right? Mm-hmm. But back then, it didn't matter. If it was a yeah. felony, they could shoot you. So you'd they, be breaking the house and shoot you in the ass and jumping out the window. They and then, uh, I think in the seventies they changed that, late seventies. Yeah. But any felony, it didn't matter what it was, if you ran from the cops, they could shoot. <laughs> yeah. Correct. <Yeah. laughs> Go ahead, Walt. Go ahead. Their Walt. answer, their answer to pickpockets, you know, because New Orleans has uh, Mardi Gras and people come to town pickpockets, mm-hmm. and uh, their answer to the pickpockets is break their hands. Break the hands. Break their hands. Uh, okay. <laughs> Just one hand or both hands? Well, What's going break on? Break their hands. With an S, plural. With an S. Plural. Yeah. Okay. They, don't, they don't pick no pockets with broken hands, do they? Uh, no. 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 <laughs> you need those bones. You need. You need those opposable thumbs. Wow. And that. And that's. And that's probably the. Uh, the. Uh, the lesser stuff, we'll say. So. Okay. Um, you know. Okay. Old school. Old school policing, we'll say. So. Yeah. So and was he? Is, is he still around? Is he? Uh... Yeah, he's still around, but okay. he's, he. Uh, he. Yeah, yeah. He had some good stories. I tell you that. Um. Yeah. Probably don't even. Some of them probably don't really want to hear. But yeah. 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 Um, yeah. <laughs> so is he yeah. like a big, uh, you know, like uh, uh, he, rough and rugged it's, type it's, dude? He he was he, he's pretty large one, you know, height wise, not not like muscle man or anything. But the funny part is. You know, I make I'm a class two manufacturer, so we make the little, we made the little shotguns and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. His first reaction, those are illegal. <laughs> he said, those are illegal. Uh, those are illegal. And I'm like, you know something? There's some of those in your neighborhood that I sold to people. 
Uh-huh. That's what I told him. Legally, of course. Did he like that? <laughs> okay, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> He's like this, huh? Huh? Like, yeah, yeah. No, not, not cops don't know the laws necessarily. I, I mean, JP, you're here, huh? At all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you know the so, common ones, but like you get into like gun laws. Well, you know, you know like certain ones, but you don't. You know that's why you have to study them. Yeah, yeah. then when you start getting NFA stuff and stuff like that, yeah, everybody, they don't know. Everybody, you, does you just know. know like a certain length. Most cops are probably like, all right, this looks a little short. Uh, oh, let's ask Wagner. Let's ask Despy. Let's ask one. You know, one of the Blue Rifle Societies. We all work together, so you know we're all the gun guys. So they come to us and ask us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, you know, we're like big gun experts in the PD. You know, I just found something um, on the truth about guns that is um, is I, I think would probably be that it's about the NRA. Marion Hammer. Mm-hmm. Wayne Lapierre has earned the NRA members' respect and loyalty and support. <laughs> that, that's what that's what the cat, okay that's, that's comedy that's comedy that's, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what the cat lady says yes oh did this but just come out <laughs> wait that's, is that's this on, this is what firearm blog oh truth about guns okay truth about guns yeah okay. that's one of the that's quotes. what you do you, you everybody's gonna protect their brand right so if you're loyal to um you know Lee pierre or whatever you know he's gonna they're gonna stick with them to the end right, right. you know they're gonna mm-hmm. fall and crumble down with them and they're that's gonna, what happens like, they're they, gonna go. They're gonna go down with the ship. So yeah, they, they feed each other's egos. They're not listening to the the, the common person because right, right. he's getting fed with all these little people talking heads, like bah, bah, you know, talking to him, saying how great he is. They're, he doesn't know what's going on. Because I, I like the NRA. I want them to succeed. We want any gun person. You, like I hate cops. So like, guess what? I like. I want to support the Second Amendment. I want to be there. I want to help out. I want to be gun guys. I want to teach young people how to shoot so they want to shoot in the future. Right. So. Um, any gun person, you should try to support that file safety and the right the right causes, right? So, I don't want them to fail, but they need to figure it out quick because they are going to fail. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, go ahead. Maybe Walt- they need to fail. Right. I think Walter was you yeah. trying to get in there. What was that you were trying to say? No, I mean, um, like I said, they're going to go down with the ship. The ones that are his supporters, so. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not. They're not going to jump ship because that's their lifeblood. Yeah, she's like but, the top of that food chain. I think with the yeah, she used to be the president. I think Marion Hammer. She was the president. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah she's not going to. She's not going to jump ship. There's no way. Yeah. So. Protecting your money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah. Uh, what else? How was just. Um, I'm looking at this thing in New Jersey. It says, uh, here, I'm going to show it here. Uh, if Phil Murphy had his way, all gun sales in New Jersey would be limited to smart guns. Smart. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, what do you think about that whole thing? You're close enough to New Jersey and Connecticut. What do you. New Jersey, you can get arrested for hollow points. So, if you travel through and you have hollow points, they'll hit you. They you can't even have a hollow point. You know, you, you think people, you would want hollow points because. You know, you have a 10 millimeter, hopefully it doesn't go through, it expands enough and it doesn't go through, penetrate all the way. You threw a ball, 10 millimeter, it's going right through, yeah? So the the anti-gun people don't know what they're they're doing. So hollow points are good because it stops inside the person, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Might do a little damage, but whatever. Um, But smart guns, they want to make them individually. So the, the smart gun in New Jersey, I read it, they, they wanted to match like you only, right? Obviously, so no one else can get it. Um, I think it's, it's corny. Are you, just think of technology, how it fails all the time. Are you going to rely on a smart gun to save your life and your family's life? I think it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Or how about it's my smart gun? And when I, if I went out with Hank Strange, I'd be like, 
I would tell Hank Strange, like, hey, I have one of my, I have a mag in my left pocket, and I have my gun on my right hip. If I go down, that's where it is. Mm-hmm. I always tell people that. I don't know why I just tell people that. Mm-hmm. So how about I go down and Hank Strange pulls out my smart gun, and my smart gun's going ee ee because it's not, it's too smart, right? Mm-hmm. Hank can't use well, my gun, it, and we all die. The yeah. battery goes. Like the, ba- the battery like gets weak in your smart gun. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. How, you charge well, it every night. Yeah, I don't okay. know what that would be. Go ahead, Walt. I've got to change the subject for a second. You Uh-oh. see the video of the girl getting getting gored by the uh, by the buffalo? Oh, the big buffalo? Yeah, oh, that's stupid. Man. <laughs> Walter, how many I, I, times I, I, are you? I can see Walter's repeating this on a loop. Oh, it's, I'm just watching it because it's like it's like stupidity in motion. You don't <laughs> you don't get near a buffalo? Nope. You, you know, been, what, you like seen, her family's right there. Do you see the family runs away? Oh yeah! <laughs> Have you seen a buffalo in person, Hank? Uh, in person, uh, not alive. Yeah. I've seen them stuffed in person. I don't want to see them. Well, we were in Yellowstone. When you're in Yellowstone, you we saw some close oh. up in the car. Wait, hold on a second. We in- no, I've seen them in Texas. I'm lying. I have seen them okay. live in Texas. They are okay. massive and they stink. And and they're bad. Yeah. They're bad ass. <laughs> yeah. They're the definition of badass animals, and yeah. you just don't fuck with them. These you know, ones, like, these ones were chilling in the mud, so you can see that they, you know, they were down in the mud. They would have to yeah, get up. But yeah, you don't. Why the, the family? The, why are people getting that close to animals? It's called the wild. Yeah, because they watch like Lion King and all these other like movies where they love. They're hugging bears and shit. Yeah. They're gonna eat. Bears will eat you. They kill their own young. Lions kill their own young. Nature. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you need a ten millimeter. Oh, on I knew JP was gonna find a reason to show the ten millimeter. Yeah, this is my woods gun. Every gun's a, well. Some are fun, but some are tools. This is my woods gun. I go out in the woods with this. It's a twenty-nine, so it's small. I have a fifteen rounder in it. But look, they take up that gap. The X grip sells this little grip right here, and it goes down on it. Uh, and then you get a better grip when you shoot a 15 rounder out of, out of a 29. Oh, that's oh. X grip, X grip, okay. X grip. So it takes up that space there. I have giant hands, and I'm a tall guy, um, but my hands fit pretty on it with that grip. I can shoot it normal. Someone's like, "Why don't you just shoot it with?" I want 15 rounds, mm-hmm. right? I want a shorter thing. If I'm in the woods, I'm chest carrying. I can come out and I can point. You know, smaller, less movement. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, if I have 15 rounds to put into something, you know. So yeah. yeah, buffalo will kill your family if you have a ten millimeter. Yeah, um, yeah. Leave buffaloes I, I, alone. Um, yeah. The, here's the thing: I told Lola we were looking at this this morning, and I was like, "How do you act if you see a roach in your house, or <laughs> well, you know, like a roach. spider? Yeah, you try to kill it. So, what do you think happens when you go to the wild where the buffalo is, and he sees your ass? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "What's that? That doesn't belong here!" Boom. <laughs> Yeah. So don't mess yeah. with the buffalo. Don't mess Buffaloes with the buffalo. Buffaloes are badass. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Len Holt says reading the bill, uh, reading about the bill that passed there. He's talking about in New Jersey. Um, they're requiring the smart guns to be registered on a list. Hmm. Yep. Um, and once they pass that bill, Hank, they can't. I don't think they could sell like uh, regular guns. Everybody has their, to go um, every gun manufacturer has to make a smart gun. They, yeah. They won't be. Smell, sell dumb guns anymore. Yeah, Des Seventh Ave says New Jersey is the worst place on earth. They want to uh, base gun legislation based on the development of the smart smart gun, which makes no sense. Well, I got news for you: there isn't going to be any. Yeah, so. um, Walter, you are the person here who makes guns. Uh, <laughs> what would ahead. it take for you to manufacture a smart? Have you ever thought about this, or you just think, "No, this is stupid. I'm never," you know? Can you? How the hell are they going to manufacture these smart guns? I'm wondering. 
I ain't yeah. making no damn smart yeah. gun. Okay. Good but here's this here's the smart gun right Good here. Answer, yeah. Make your finger smarter. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the this is the smart gun right here. There we go. Smart pinkies. Yeah. 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 Um, crazy. I have to crazy. say today in the shop, uh-huh. uh, we had a Palmetto State Armory. The AKV came through. What? A tra- transfer for somebody? Not for me. I don't. I I, I don't own one yet. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a nice looking gun. You liked it? You you were messing around with it yeah. before the guy got there? I didn't look there? at. I, I, my my significant other couldn't find the uh, serial number on it, and I had to mm-hmm. show her where it was at. Oh, okay. But. Um, Cause she was doing some paperwork with it, but um, but yeah, it's a you know sharp looking gun. You know? How does the etiquette go on that in the shop? Like, if a gun comes in for someone, you know, they're transferring it, but you think it's cool, right. can you mess around with it? <laughs> I don't want to scratch it or nothing, man. I, most yeah. of the time, I won't even take it out of the I don't even like the you know, because if it's got a scratch or a mark on it or something, I don't want to be the one getting blamed for it. So, mm-hmm. but that doesn't usually happen, you know? yeah. Um, and it was it was packaged in a nice box and everything. Yeah. It was, okay. Cool. Yeah. It was, uh, I haven't heard it. I, they had a little bit of problem in the beginning with them, but um, since since they did the Mac upgrade on them or whatever. Yeah, they did the uh, Mac upgrade, but they did some other things I think as well on there. So and because yeah. I think what is it like they're on a it's a Gen two that's going out now. Yeah, yeah, they run now. I mean, I've been watching them. Um, Robski shoot it. Mm-hmm. I've got up to three and four thousand rounds now. So. Yeah. yeah, Kiaski says, yeah, the AKV-9 are decent, but I still haven't shot mine. Uh, and he says he likes the mags. The mags are awesome. How come you haven't shot it yet? You know. Oh, uh, oh Kiaski, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, um, I know the mags are very cool because they I use them in the CZ. So Yeah. So is there anyone out there from Alabama? I'm going to throw this thing up. Here's some news in the firearms blog. Notice, ATF issues public safety advisory oh, yeah. to Alabama FFLs. Um, so basically, let me see what this is saying here. Um, our friends at Orchid Advisors just made us aware of a, a procedural change in the firearms transfers in the state of Alabama. Alabama FFLs can no longer accept the state's concealed carry permit. CCP is an exemption for a federal NICS check. Apparently, Alabama has not been collecting enough personal identifying information from non-resident applicants to conduct a federal immigration alien query, um, IAQ, as required by law. In addition, CCPs may have been issued to individuals who have not passed a NICS check. A NICS check. That's interesting. Hmm. So Alabama, yeah, Alabama is going to be some problems. (laughs) Something going on there, yeah. I don't know. If I don't know if there's anyone out there from. Is there anyone out there from Alabama? Anybody in the chat? Yeah. Is anyone from Alabama? Uh, Opt out of gun control says he wants one of those things because he has a bunch of scorpion mags. There you go. Hmm. Uh, Let's see. I'm trying to see Kiaski. Yeah, what, what the Kiaski says? Oh, no time, no time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the worst thing, man. When you have a new gun, you really want to shoot it, but no time, no time to shoot. Okay, Walter, you want to talk about this magazine? Well, yeah. For those who weren't there earlier, 60 round um, Schmeiser, made in Germany, AR mag, um, mm-hmm. polymer, some kind of polymer, very sturdy. Um, I saw it at the shot show. Uh, the Schmeiser guys were in the German area at the SHOT Show. Mm-hmm. This came, I guess, American Tactical Imports is, uh, or American Tactical is importing them from Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, they do have a little uh, war- attention thing, that, uh, not recommended for 
flawless performance when using 300 blackout. Uh, last round, both hoping may not be consistent in some AR receivers. So, anyways, at least they tell you that up front, and you know, yeah. so you don't, so you don't scream about it later. Yeah. But um, seems to be a really good quality, um, and it's actually made in Germany. So, I think tomorrow I'm going to have an opportunity to shoot it, and I think I'll try it out just for Christmas. Okay, so. cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What do you think about that? You got any uh, sixty round mag? Is, is that's that's not illegal in Connecticut, is it? No, I can still buy uh, basically what I want magazines I could buy. Any like AR type stuff, I get a letter from my chief or acting chief, and they they usually sign everything. I, I I get anything I want. Yeah, but civilians then, can't buy can't can't. Yeah, that's so that, I don't like that, but um, it's, that's the rules. So I'm gonna take advantage of my situation. I have five more years left. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, buy yeah. all the things I could buy, and then. It's um, 90 days after I retire, I have to, I have to register everything. Whoa, so you have to register the magazines? Yeah, so that's the rules. Like, so I'll say, uh, let's say I have 200 mags. You know, I just say <laughs> I have 200 mags. You know, and then they, that's the number. But hopefully, we'll see what happens, how long I stay in Connecticut, you know? Yeah. Uh, John Gillian says, by the way, two years ago when my dumbass didn't know gun laws, I carried my 357 SIG to New York on vacation with hollow points. That was my gun I brought. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think they charge you for every bull in New York City, too. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, you've got to. Yeah. Hopefully that, um, you know, the uh, Supreme Court case with people that want to have farms in new york city you know they have a new york state permit but i think this way it goes mm -hmm. they can't carry in new york city so they're fighting that okay. so that hopefully that that goes our favor mm -hmm. yeah i have a friend that lives in connecticut but he was like an uber driver yeah. and he drove from he took a, a fare from connecticut to new york Oh, yeah. And uh, he got pulled over, I guess, in Harlem because he was, like, driving while white in Harlem or something yeah. like that. That's a, that's true. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, I mean, I, I'm going to try to see if I can get him to come on the show. I think he was telling me that he's going to be able to do it and talk about the experience. But basically, he got pulled over. He told the guys that he had a that he had a gun. So And it was in his bag. You know, lots of us have these CCW backpacks and stuff. They couldn't find it. So mm -hmm. he had to get it for them, which is not another not good thing. That's crazy. Yeah, he got a, they couldn't find it in there, and then he wound up getting arrested, uh, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, um, no joke. Yeah, but he, you know he's a combat vet, and um, he got released. I'm not sure exactly what's going on with all that. I'm gonna try to get him to come on, and talk about that whole experience. People flying into New York were getting arrested for having a pistol locked up in their case. They would do a layover, mm -hmm. and and they would get arrested because they had a like. I could civilians like if you're gonna go to Arizona, you can lock your pistol up, right? As mm -hmm. the the rounds have to be an original case of rounds, and the gun has to be locked up in a case, and you can fly with it. People are flying to New York; they're getting arrested. Mm -hmm. You know, they're following all the rules, but when you land in New York, man, they didn't care; they arrested you. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of stuff on that in the news back in the day, you know, a couple yeah. of years ago. I mean, he, he got out, but um, I don't know. I don't think he's ever getting that gun back, so. Oh, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to get that back. No, and he'd probably get, like, they'll probably give him, like, you know, probation or something. He's still, you know, it's sad, but. Yeah. That's uh, why, you know, I don't know. I can't. I'm a cop, so I have to watch what I say. Yeah, exactly. Good. <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, here's another one. Here's and you have you can you know you have the right to remain silent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, use that yeah. right. Use that right. <laughs> use that right. Don't self-incriminate. Yeah. Uh, John Gillian, what's he asking here? Uh, question, Hank Strange or anybody. How do you drive with your guns through like Chicago or New Jersey? You don't. You don't do it. Yeah, I would be careful. But as long as you don't, I think like um, a lot of places like Massachusetts, like you could drive through their state, but you have to have a destination. You can't stop anywhere else. So like, let's say I was going to New Hampshire with my guns and shoot up a, I think SIG's up there, right? Mm-hmm. I was going to go up there and shoot. If I go through and I stop somewhere and like stay the night because I was tired of something, then you can get in trouble. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I think that there's there's like federal... travel through. Yeah, there's federal laws about this of what you need yeah. to do. I know I went through it when I was in California. Um, you probably need to look this up if you're going to go through... Uh, you know, Chicago, New York, New Jersey or something. I know in California, you, you can't have the gun on you unless you have a California CCW, uh, which mine obviously doesn't reciprocate to there. So I had to take it, lock it in the trunk and all that kind of stuff. So you should probably look it up. And I think like I have a, there's apps and things like that that talk about all this stuff. Uh, but definitely look it up before you do it or try to plan if you can a way around New York, New Jersey, New York or whatever might take you a little bit longer on your route if you're driving. Try to get around that. And if you, yeah. if, if like JP is saying, you happen to, let's say you have a gun, but you weren't supposed to be in New Jersey or New York, right? <laughs> and you're on the plane, don't claim it. Don't claim it. Don't claim the gun. You will get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> so don't claim it. So there you go. New York will arrest you. Yeah. Walter, how does that work with, um, I mean, with manufacturers, how does that work, Walter? Is that? I don't. Oh, donuts! donuts. Uh-oh. My little kid asked me for donuts. I'm raising them right. Sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chocolate donuts. Chocolate donuts. Um, as a manufacturer, I don't know in those communist provinces. I don't. Yeah, know. you never. You haven't gone um, through that. I'm yet, not right? gonna. I'm not gonna. I, I, I. You know why? You know why? Um, supposedly ATF moved, um, their tech branch out of DC. For that wow. same reason. Yeah, the gun laws in DC. Mm-hmm. How how could you bring something to DC to, to yeah. the tech branch? Right. If if it's illegal, hmm. <laughs> you know. I mean, it's like that's why they're in West Virginia. Oh, they're in West Virginia um, now. Okay. Yeah, they're in West Virginia now. Yeah. Hmm. But no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't push my luck to tell you that. I mean, if I was going to New Hampshire and I, I had somebody that lived there, I knew I'd ship it to them. And, mm-hmm. and also, uh, Connecticut new law thing coming out October first is that you have, to have all your guns locked up unless it's on your person. So if it's like the mass law is. If it gets stolen out of your car, because we connected, there's no law for it. So people were getting their, keeping their guns in their cars, and people would break into them and steal them. So, or they break into a house and steal a gun. So now every gun, the law is coming out October. Um, every gun has to be locked up and be secure if it's not on your person. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Let I me mean, just. <sighs> so this is Connecticut. When did this pass? Yeah, that's coming out. I think October first. Oh, this October. Yeah, and they're doing reminders right now. See, please about. Um, you know, properly securing your weapons. Yeah. Um, Offer Arms says they have similar rules driving through the reservations in Arizona. Um, you know, uh, C4 Defense says what's up to everyone. Uh, Brian Quick says a cop with donuts. <laughs> Finds that. I don't eat them. Yeah, John Dieter says donuts. Don't, don't eat them because I'm gluten-free. That's why I don't, I know. I got Lyme disease. And ever since I got Lyme disease, I was, I was canine officer. Every time I took out Lyme disease, like I can't drink milk or eat gluten. Hmm. And, like I don't know, I get all inflamed and shit. So 
I avoid. I try to. It's not because I'm like sensitive, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, somebody. My body's sensitive now. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, Gar- Gontars. Mm-hmm. I live in Walter. I live in New Jersey. You can shit me a gun anytime. Yeah. I mean, I live in New Hampshire. New Hampshire, sorry. New Hampshire. Oh yeah, New Hampshire. Yeah, New, Ham- New Hampshire. Hampshire. Yeah, New Hampshire. Oh, New Hampshire's a free state. Yeah, that's what they think, anyway. Not, not yet. Uh, <laughs> they get taken over eventually. Yeah, yeah. Did, right, uh, people from New York and stuff, you know. New York, yeah. New York took over uh, Vermont, ruined Vermont. It's all well, that's super part, liberal. Part of the problem with Connecticut too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's happening everywhere. Okay, did you? Let me see. What where did this go? I had this. Oh, here's the Ruth Bader. Did you hear this thing about Ruth Bader? First of Is all, she she's still, no, she's still alive. She's still alive. Don't you know? She says, I am very much alive, Justice Ginsburg. Ginsburg. I'm very much alive. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg said in an interview Tuesday that she does not favor proposals put forth by some Democratic presidential candidates who have advocated changing the number of Supreme Court justices if the Democrats (laughs) win the presidency. Oh, she doesn't. doesn't, She's uh, she's against that. So I can't believe I agree with her on one thing. I agree with her. Yeah, you got to agree with the Bader Ginsburg on that I agree with her. Yeah. Yeah, at the same at the same time, she's not giving up that seat anytime soon, man. You know, no, no, no. she does. Yeah, she's uh, she's hanging in there, but she looks she looks uh, actually she doesn't look too bad. Let me see. I'm gonna play the video. Let me see what's going on here. Uh, what was that? What was that? That was a laugh. That was a laugh. Yeah, that was a. Doesn't look too bad. She looks like The Walking Dead. <laughs> They're propped up right now. Yeah. 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 They have strings attached to her. She's talking. Yeah, like a puppet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they had the guy from Police Academy or that black guy did all the voices. He's talking. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I forgot. Something Winslow. That's something Winslow, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, so, you know, she's hanging in there. She's hanging in there, man. She's looking bless forward to four more years. Four more years. Bless her. Four more years. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to look through the news. I don't know. See if you guys see. Um, let's see what's going on here. In the news, I see that but that Buffalo thing. Everyone's enjoying that. That kid's oh. lucky though. I mean, I think she got away with this nine-year-old girl. Her parents took off. Oh God! Who would leave your kid? Uh, yeah. When you're staring yeah. down a, a charging buffalo. <laughs> Uh, that's how you it. find out where you're at you know first of all i'd be a good parent i wouldn't let my kid get near the buffalo no, yeah. Yeah, second exactly. if my kid did get near the buffalo i'd smoke the buffalo and deal with the consequences later oh man if you if you shot a buffalo oh, in yellowstone you just, would yeah. you would be you'd, you'd be hated by every freaking you're not liberal. leaving that park every okay. every tree hugger liberal in the whole world but, would hate you but my kid would be alive yes they would yes and you'd have yeah yeah I, it, uh, depending on where you shoot him and what you shoot him with yeah. <laughs> well after about 15 rounds you yeah. might yeah <laughs> 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 uh Brady, oh, a, did you ruth Excuse yeah, me for yeah. Oh, okay. Walter, you taking a look at, uh, at Ruth? Okay, did you hear this one, Walter? Bernie Madoff asked Trump to reduce his prison sentence for massive Ponzi scheme. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. What uh, is? What was his sentence? Was it many, multiple lifetimes? What does he want to get to get it reduced to? I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. 
I, 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 he kind of fell off the chart for me. So I mean, I'm, yeah. Does anyone want to see Bernie Madoff released? I don't think so. No, man. No. No, when you I pull mean, off these kind of schemes, you take advantage of people, you got to go away for a long time. You gotta, I, I, you why know, are we even paying to put him up? And, you know, the thing is, he took advantage. He's Jewish. Mm-hmm. Most of the people he schemed were Jewish. Mm-hmm. So he schemed his own his own people. People's. That's how it goes, man. Jewish on Jewish violence. It's like it's uh, horrible. man. It's a, yeah, it's a mashugana. <laughs> I, don't I, I don't know if I use that properly. As, as my dad say, to sell their mother. So um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's not everybody, but you know. Yeah, uh, Brick says Buffalo Burgers for the whole park that day. <laughs> um, did we have that? So John Gillian is talking about the Area Fifty One thing. Did that happen? That didn't. Ha- did that happen? Was that the last weekend? I don't know. I I think that wasn't supposed to be the last weekend, was it? Yeah, when's the Area Fifty One thing? Here, let me see. I gotta see. Oh. There's an Area Fifty One. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see anything about that. I don't think that um, I don't think that Area Fifty One thing is now. The uh, the the woman who started all that it was kind of just a joke. I guess she posted it on her Facebook page, mm-hmm. and then it got shared a couple times and shared a couple more times, and all of a sudden it just went. Was that a That's was that? She, I thought that, that was a dude. No. I thought it was a female. I saw that she. I guess she said it was a joke or something. She didn't mean. Mm-hmm. Said it was a joke after the feds came knocking on her door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh okay. Um, and NSA watching her, right? And all everybody else. Yeah. Here. Let's oh, hey, uh, Ohio. Oh, September twentieth. September twentieth. September twentieth. Yeah. Okay. September twentieth. Yeah. Uh, um. It's fell. It's fallen off the news thing right now. So. Yeah, no one's interested in that. Who? Here's what I'd like to know: Who got the PSA Area 51 lowers? Well, they, they, said, they said four to six weeks on those. So. Oh, okay. So they're not out. They, they didn't get out to anyone yeah, yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, here's another thing in the news right here. We can go to Truth About Guns. Plaintiffs move for injunction blocking California ammunition background check. The plaintiffs in Road versus Becerra, the lawsuit filed to challenge California's law requiring background checks on all ammunition sales, filed a motion with the court on Monday requesting an injunction blocking enforcement of the law until the suit can be decided. Um, the suit is supported by the California Rifle and Pistol Association and has a raft of uh, individual and retailer plaintiffs behind it, but the name plaintiff is multi-Olympic champion shooter Kim Road, a California resident, and they're showing her right there. So, uh, yeah. that Hopefully that uh, situation works out and they get that blocked. What what happens if something, uh, like, you know what happened with the magazine ban in California? You know, if that if they get, like, a week or something, do you think that all the ammo in America is going to be sold to California? Uh, I guess. I, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's. Yeah. It's. It's sad. Come on. You yeah. Know, all this stuff is sad. Um, yeah. Especially that a judge. Okay. They, they, okay. Yeah. You can do it. And then all of a sudden, the judge says, "No, you can't." Yeah. Um, it's like. Come on. Yeah. Armament and Axis wants JP to show the Gorn he won here long ago. Did you win something here, JP? I, don't, I never won anything from you. Yeah, I think that's someone else. That's uh, another person. Maybe. Wish I won something from you. Huh? No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I think that I think his name someone someone that has a name that sounds like Wagner. I think, or maybe that's another Wagner. Don't you have a Mark Wagner? Maybe there was someone oh, else that yeah. did win a gun oh, yeah. from us. Yeah. Wagner. 
Yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing him. I think that was Mark Wagner one. Yeah. And uh, C4 Defense says, I heard they're getting the troughs as Monster Energy and Beef Jerky ready for Area 51 deal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, if the yeah. National Yard National uh, Guard unit goes there, protect it. Can I join up? I'll swear in. You know, yeah. Just give me a belt, that you know. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Ohio mini barrels. You know, yeah. Ohio Maybe Mark eighteen. I'll take that. Ohio Wolverine says he's going to the Area Fifty One thing, just to uh, see what happens there. Uh, if you're going, see if you could go live, man. You can cover it. Yeah. You know, bring in some coverage, or, or maybe we'll get uh, Richard Hughes to go. Maybe we'll get Richard Hughes to go. To do, <laughs> in pebbles. Yeah, to bring in the uh, coverage for us. Uh, uh, John Crump gave us two bucks. Thanks a lot, John. We appreciate that. Shout out to him. You guys need to check out Ammoland, where his articles are going up. Oh, by the way, you know what? I got on the Mines thing that he was talking about yesterday. Um, the Mines so when they, when, they, when, when they ask you about verifying your email address... Did they send you an email? I think so. I think you can verify your email or do it through cell phone. Because I, I couldn't get past that point for some reason. I don't know what. Oh, know. okay. Maybe it was just me or what. But I don't yeah, know. but I am. I am on there for anyone who's interested. Here, I'll throw it up. Let me see. Can I capture? Boom. Real Hank Boom. Strange. That's me on mine. For anyone who's looking. Uh, Real Hank Strange on mine. Guess what? If you follow me, I might. I might follow you back. That's what I'm, you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah support each other. Who's on oh, minds? Are you, Walter? You're not on there yet because you're still trying to figure yet. it out. Let's see if John yeah. can help you. John, if you know, if you know about that, let us know. And he also says my research exhibit one in that magazine case in California. Oh, okay. So his his research has something to do with that. Um, uh, let's see. Um, JP, are you on minds? Uh, not yet. I don't think. Okay. I'll get on. Yeah. Yeah. If if um, anyone's here is on mines, let me know. Let me know. But you can you can hit me up at the real. You say mines like mines. M i m i n d s. And yeah, it's a um, Instagram app. Uh, I'm not Instagram. I'm sorry. It's a it's a it's an iPhone and Android app. So it's okay. App. Yeah. I'll look at it. Yeah. Get up oh. on there. Follow me. We're trying to get. So you 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 need to you need to do it through your phone then. Uh, probably that's the better way to do it, Walter. Yeah, through the phone. that's uh, that's yeah. Yeah, it's a, there's an iPhone app for you, Walter. There's an iPhone app. I don't know what you have, JP. Vanessa oh, yeah, Kitty I, says, "What is that on Hank?" Um, it's 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 like a social media that John Crump was talking about that works off of blockchain and all that. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll get him to come back and talk about that. So um, it's Minds, M I N D S. It's an app on Android or iPhone if you wanna if you wanna get up with it okay. get ready for the coming apocalypse of the social medias stay connected yeah um and des seventh avenue says if you give me gift cards i will go and be in area 51 girls bond <laughs> of course <laughs> i'll take a couple t-shirts oh, maybe boy. a couple <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah. I'll work for t-shirts yeah we'll i'll give you some Ar some arby's gift certificates or something yeah. for that arby's yeah. is 300 miles from there yet yeah, Care Bear on the Holiday Road says, I'm on Minds, but I haven't posted anything yet. What's your thing on Minds? Let me know. Is uh, it Care Bear on the Holiday Road? Let me know what it is. Uh, C4 Defense is saying Minds. No, M-I-N-D as in David S. So It's, it's like your mind. 
With an S. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Jade Grew says, I'm on Minds, but nothing comes up when I search. No, it's not the real. It's just real. R-E-A-L, Hank Strange. Um, oh. Let me search Care Bear on the, on the Holiday Road. I got to search that. Is that what it is? Yeah, Care Bear. Here we go. Care Bear on the... Everybody's. That is a long name, and it don't, I don't even see it. Let me see. I got to go back. Care Bear on that. There's no way that's the name on, on this thing. No, nothing's coming up right now. Let me know what your thing is, or just follow me on there, and then I'll look into it. So, yeah, I think C4 Defense. I don't know if you're on there, C4. Let me know. I don't know. Um, Jay Grew. Okay, Jay Grew says he got it, and it looks like I got a notification. Oh, what? I got a notification from, from uh, oh, there's people subscribing to me on there. What? Follow for follow, people. Follow for follow. What can I say? got reinforcements <laughs> away from home. So let's see. Uh, opt out. Yeah, I'm going to follow him. And then Jade Grew. I get, I'm guessing you're Jade Grew on there. Jade Grew. The Jade Grew I'm following. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, it's called The Holiday Road. Okay, let me see. I'll go find that one. Also, The Holiday, holiday Road. Road. There you go. Boom. <laughs> All right. So there you go. We'll try to get... Um, oh, yeah. John Crump is saying he's just... He's John Crump on there for anyone who's interested. You know, um, I'll get I'll get him to come back because he was a good guest yesterday. Uh, and he asks, he says, how long until we find out Minds is run by Russians like that face app? Laugh out loud. Um, I was looking Minds up to let me let me look it up because um, Minds. Yeah, this is Minds. He wants to, this is Minds right here. Yeah, <laughs> this is all Minds. You got to ask yourself there. Yeah. Mine's right here. So uh, let me see. I will pull something up. So this is, uh, so this is uh, okay. This is Wikipedia right here, and it says, uh, let's read the thing for um, Mine's. Uh, it's an open source social media and social networking service company that rewards users for their contributions. Founded by Bill Ottman and Mark Harding. So there you go. In 2011. So it's been around for a little while. I'm not sure how many people are up on there. And let me see if I could go to the... Uh... Oh, headquarters in Wilton, Connecticut. Mm. Yeah. Wilton's probably like... Uh, I don't Wilton, know. Connecticut. There you go. Half hour west yeah. of me. I'm throwing up what it looks for anyone who wants to know. The eye has like a light bulb kind of thing in it. I got it. Roll yeah. On. Yeah, for anyone who's interested in that, so... You know, that's one of the things we're talking about. Like, I don't really trust these social medias. They're all coming down on us. We're always looking for uh, something different. And when John was on, he said he thinks that, because I said to him, he's a tech guy. And I, and I asked him, like, what do you think is the one thing that we should get up on? And that's what he, uh, you Minds. know. Yeah. Dot com. Yeah. So there you go. Vanessa K Kitty says, yes, Wilton, Connecticut. So is Wilton, Connecticut, like a hotspot? Is it a hub? What's the... I think uh, Wilton's like a nice area. Yeah. 
The pants says Connecticut, question mark, definitely Russian bots. <laughs> like, please enter happy guns and serial numbers oh you own and you're got all your weapons. Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. Um, but like I said, for the people who look, and I didn't put it up on this one, I didn't put it on mine yet, but if you look on social media, you'll see my number. That's probably... Um, you know, the best way if you want to get in touch with me or keep in touch with me or whatever. C4 says Vladimir Smith is the CEO. Okay. All right. Vladimir. Yeah. <laughs> and Vanessa Kitty says Wilton is 80 miles southwest. Yeah. It's in a richer area. That's nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everywhere has its little hot spots for tech and stuff like that. Uh, where's the tech hot spot here, Walter, in Florida? Do you know? Do we have a tech oh. hotspot? Is it Gainesville? A, I don't. I don't. Uh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, um, I'm not sure where it'd be at. Yeah, it might be. I don't know if it's Gainesville. Hmm. I don't know. What's the tech? What's the tech spot for Florida? If someone's in Florida and you know, let me know. It might be Gainesville. I don't know. Um, John Crump says Bill, the guy who actually runs Minds, is a cool guy. Check him out on the Joe Rogan podcast. So apparently he's on there, which I I think I remember that, and I need to. Um, I need to... Okay, I've got Frankie Yarbor and Jared P. following me on there. So, let's see. Meet Frankie Yarbor. Yarbor. Excuse me for a second here, guys. I'm, oh, I'm spelling it wrong. Mm -hmm. Oh, I know what i got to do. Okay. Did you, figure, did you figure that out yet, Walter? Well, um, it, keeps, it keeps questioning me. i got to... Let's see here. I'll do something here. Yeah, I got an idea. Okay. Uh, are we supposed to be blogging or signing up to uh, websites here? What? Um, uh, both. Both. <laughs> okay. Okay. Both actually. Yeah. So this is you know this is what we do. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just saw Jerry P. Now I can't see him on there, so that's weird. Okay, Jared, tell me what your thing is again, because there's a bunch of people in there with that same, and I'm looking for just Jared P, but I don't see it. So let me know what your thing is again. You know what's weird? It doesn't give you the option. Like if someone follows you, it should just say, you know, uh, follow them back, you know, give you the option to follow back. Ray Bazzolo says, Wilton is very liberal. Yes, it's rich. I believe that. Uh, let's see. Uh, like you know, yeah, if you're, it's conservative too. It's old money too. Okay. Yeah. Um, up to out of gun control says it's the space coast is our tech area, and John Crump says uh, good night. He's out of here. Uh, follow him on Black Swan Media. Black Swan Media. So that's uh, the one. There you go. Um, yeah, and I don't know if Jared P. I'll try to find. I'll try to look that up and find Jared P. So there you go. Try to find him. Uh, I'll try to find him in there. Okay. So any uh, any things that you want to get into here before we uh, we got like a couple of minutes here, JP? Uh no. We just had to get people. We had to get people out there and shoot. Mm -hmm. Your friends that might not like what guns, you got to bring them out to get them out there shooting mm -hmm. because once they shoot, they're going to love it. And you just need more people liking our hobby. You know, it can't, it can't be some like, uh, like way of life that dies off. Mm -hmm. So 
You'd be surprised if you bring shoe in that really enjoys it. Everybody I bring shoe in, they leave with a smile and they're like, oh, I got to get my pistol permit. So that's like Blue Rifle Society, like a lot of us will bring a lot of people. Like I brought a kid, it was my son's a second lieutenant, he went to University of Norwich. And there's a underclassman that looked up to my son. And I took him out because he's my son's friend. Took him out shooting for the first time, mm-hmm. and he loved it. He, you know, so he's an ROTC kid. So we, you know, we I gave him some true ways to shoot correctly, and you know, and that's what you gotta do. You gotta teach each other and keep the hobby going, the way of life going. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Do you guys ever go out as cops and do any shooting with the public? I don't know if that's a good uh, idea or not. Uh, yeah. Um. No, we don't. Um. They do a citizens academy. And they like they they talk about it. They might demonstrate shooting for them, but I know they shoot like less lethal rounds and like simunition rounds. But they don't shoot. They don't shoot live ammo. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's a liability, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Walter, what about you? Um, any other thing? Any things you want to get into here before we start wrapping up, Walt? Uh, oh, you still trying to figure that out? Uh, <laughs> it's not figuring out. I'm just putting the password in it. Oh, okay. It likes, um, yeah. Uh, no, not too much going on. I mean, you know, just uh, like kind of what was said already. Yeah, if, if you get a chance to take somebody out that hadn't been shooting before, take them out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just don't start them off with a fifty cal, <laughs> um, uh, unless they want to. Yeah. But um, you know, just go out and have some fun. Go shooting. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. um, have you ever started anyone off with a fifty cal? <laughs> uh, I've had some people that that's what they want to shoot and you're like if you've not shot anything before I'm not letting you shoot the 50 first uh, I, I can't remember they, you know, they, a couple boy scouts and stuff wanted to you know go right for the gusto mm-hmm. but, um, and usually they like it but you know that's of course okay. yeah but um, yeah, normally you know you, you let them shoot something a little smaller before mm-hmm. you know and then, then you go you want to shoot the 50 cal and then you get you to have the hundred pound kid shoot it, and then they go, "Oh, okay, I can do that." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, one after another after another. Yeah, but yeah, 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 just go out and go out and have fun. Try to enjoy the. If you live someplace where you can go shoot outside, go do that, and you know, have fun. Yeah, shoot some steel. That's the fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's... Oh, yeah. Speaking of, I'm good. Well, anyways, I'm doing some shooting related stuff tomorrow, but. Some range development stuff tomorrow, so okay. I'll leave it at that. Oh, yeah. range develop. What is that supposed to mean? Yeah, that my dad's range development. Okay, um, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Range develop. Go. Oh, you're gonna be. Oh, you're gonna be in the hood. Dirt. I need dirt. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah. You're gonna <laughs> we, be need, in the hood. We, we need dirt for the back stuff. All right. I get. It. <laughs> always have someone watching your six. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. go 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 meet someone about dirt. Mm-hmm. So. Um, oh. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, so you'll be in the hood. All right, cool. So, uh, JP, yeah. what would you like the folks out there to follow you on? How can people uh, check uh, you out? We have you guys? Society on Instagram. We have it on Facebook. We have uh, Twitter. And we are going to start doing YouTube videos. We're, we're going to get into it, you know. So um, just Instagram, Blue Rife Society. Start there, get it built a little big, and then we'll go. All right, cool. Walter, what about you? Uh, Safety yeah. Our Firearms on Instagram, YouTube, um uh, gun streamer um that's all under safety ever firearms and then there's um there's mower death on youtube and gun streamer mm-hmm. um and um and instagram i'm 
I try to post once or twice a day to you know try to keep keep it fresh. So mm-hmm. yeah, check it out there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Hank is reposting YouTube stuff on um, on Safe Tower Farms. Yeah. Uh, oh. YouTube oh. Thing, yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I got to get back to work. You had been. Yeah. 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 I need to get back to work on that. <laughs> no worries. No worries. No. I'll get it. I'll get some of the. I'll get some of those up there. Yeah. To get. Uh, I've got a whole bunch of those to go up there. Okay. Cool. Thanks to everyone who's been hanging out with us. Thanks. Uh, check. Make sure you check out Blue Rifle Society on the IG. Um, you know, JP's there with uh, a few folks with some cool guns. Apparently, I forgot the name of the guy who has all the guns. Despy. Despy, there you go. He has all the guns, so check that out. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Today's Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow to talk to you guys. I'm not even sure who's coming in tomorrow, but we'll be here. We'll have lots of more fun stuff. See you till then. We are out of here. Peace. Come on. Out. See ya. Bye.